Welcome to it's the Mr. No Jesse. There it is. Welcome to the What You Know Good podcast. How's everyone tonight? Uh, Good. freaking spiffy. We Do, have a very doing well. We have up to, I am as well. We Are you doing very, well? I'm doing well. It's yes. raining. It is raining. Unfortunately, it's kind of weird I hate tonight. It. the The interweb is is fucking with the door. It really is, man. Well, we have a very special guest tonight. We have. Uh, I don't know about special ed, maybe. No special ed. Dang. Damn. Yeah. I mean, technically, I couldn't figure out this thing that I'm supposed to be able to do. So yeah, I mean, it okay. was kind of. Hey, at least you tried, you know. I refrain <laughs> from special ed because he got it a lot farther than you did. Well, we have uh, Mr. Brett Beck on the podcast Mr. tonight. Mr. Beck. Mr. Beck. Happy to be here. Yeah. Thank golf you guys clap. for having me. We're for having you, man, for we sure. Thanks clap? for coming on. Yeah, we golf clap. Like yes, yeah, my favorite. Yeah. You golf clap for yourself, yeah. right? You, That's uh, the thing? you have to. Yeah. Well, you duh. have to. That's after you throw the driver. <laughs> <laughs> We've been working on drivers all night, so. <laughs> so, Brett, um, kind of tell people what's up, what, what, you're, what you're about, what's your deal. What I'm about? Yeah. What I'm about is working all day and then getting home and then doing a bunch of work that has nothing to do that. I, well, That's I, true. I can't say I don't get paid for it. I do get paid for it, technically. Who pays you? Fans. Fans, man. Fans. <laughs> With fans. The yeah. wife pays you by not killing you. The wife does pay me by not killing me. That's actually like a big benefit for That's, that one yeah, in particular. Yeah, yeah Hannah's uh, pretty chill about that stuff, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, essentially what goes on is I am part of a weekly gaming podcast called Triangle Square, a PlayStation podcast. And every Sunday we get together and we record and essentially we just sit in the room for two hours in a dedicated studio we have back there and put that up i do some other stuff too i do a weekly movie podcast called midweek matinee where we watch a movie and kind of discuss it i didn't know about the second i didn't, podcast. Know, that. I didn't yeah. know that either actually yeah. yeah you might have told me that and then we have like a sub series of the first podcast where we do that oh with a my game. We so, a so you're game never you're never in your own bed right you're that, just yeah, that's always kind of on the, the problem. Couch. yeah i'm, I'm yeah. like i'm like 12 or one o'clock going to bed and then waking up at six no. so you know no Sounds like somebody I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so your podcast is actually pretty big time, huh? I mean, I Triangle would... Squared. I mean, how, okay, my biggest thing, how did you come up with that name? Because that is, to me... He doesn't get it. 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 No, I don't... I mean, I get it. It's just... It's... it's makes me want to rethink our name. <laughs> no, tri so Triangle it's, Squared, you know, PlayStation, the buttons of a triangle and a square. Okay, I didn't get it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was a really cool name. It is a cool name, and and it's very topical for the topic that they're right. talking about. Right, and uh, yeah. I, mean, I yeah. never put two and two together. Yeah, well, I mean, that's when you spend a lot of time gaming. Like, if I'm not doing some kind of passion project, I'm essentially playing games. I don't watch a lot of movies outside of the movie podcast, which is nice. I used to not watch movies ever, so that was kind of like a way to expand and do something new while also giving me a reason to do something I don't typically do. Yeah. So that was cool. Uh, but essentially we have a Patreon, which is something that a lot of people use and the fans just go directly to the Patreon and they sub so that every month... What the month, fuck is a Patreon? <laughs> it's a website where artists can sign up and can go on there. It can be people who do podcasts, people who do music, videos, whatever, and fans can go directly there and they can basically become a patron. So every month you have different tiers and they decide what tier they want to be and they support the show directly. Directly. Okay. So we right now have 32 patrons who give us $106 a month. And do you benefit from that oh, financially? Total. I mean, we don't pay ourselves, so... Does the show benefit from that? Yes. Financial? Yeah, we don't have to pay for any kind of hosting, which I know that y'all's setup is a little different, but we host multiple shows, and it pays for all of that. It pays for new equipment, microphones, cameras, uh, set items for whenever we're doing... Uh, you know, we theme the, the set because we do a video podcast 
as well. So we theme the set with Christmas or Halloween and stuff, and it pays for all that uh, giveaways that we do for our listeners. Uh, I designed these custom cases that are old school PlayStation One style CD cases, but for modern oh, that's games. That's cool. That's cool. And if you're at a certain tier, then it's a five dollars a month if you're in the America and seven dollars a month if you're outside of the continental U.S. Then it's set up to where you get to choose one of like the thirty something designs I have, and I'll send it out to you. Oh, that's neat. That's yeah, so cool. it's it's a cool setup. So you do these Patreon things, and then, and then you have you have uh, sponsors or what? Yeah, we do have a sponsor right now. We're running through Manscaped, which has been pretty cool. Uh, it's our first time having an official sponsor. We avoided it for a long time because we have patrons. Yeah. So it's kind of like we have sponsors in the way of fans. But the cool thing about our fans is that whenever we got approached from Manscaped and kind of thought, was well, this something we could do? Uh, we just kind of reached directly out to the majority of our fan base that actually interacts with us on a daily basis. And we said, you know, we have an opportunity. How do you feel about it? And they opened it with wide arms. They were like, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And they, of course, trust us to actually promote something that we think is a good product and not just, you know, shill out. So and that's manscaped.com. Manscaped.com. We're not, <laughs> yeah. we're not sponsored by them. No, so. we're not sponsored by them. But, you know, you know why not let him plug his shit? No, yeah, for Maybe sure. they'll call us. Yeah, hey, head over to manscaped.com and use code SQRD. See? Yeah, you get 20% off like your first order Fuck and yeah. uh, free shipping. There you go. Yeah. You know, we could we could do like like a code, <laughs> what, W Y G D. There you go. No, I did that wrong. Yeah, W-Y-K? W-Y-K-G-P yeah. or whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you're I, listening, I Manscaped, How much we have initials so somewhere. <laughs> yeah, right. We so, have initials, and we'll figure it out in a minute. Yeah, that, that would be super dope, dude. Fuck yeah. You know, Manscaped does like... Joe Rogan and everybody. Like, oh yeah, they deal. do. It's everybody. Cool. It was funny. Saul, whenever we got the opportunity, I uh, Saul's my co-host on the show uh, for Triangle Squared specifically because that's the one who's um, that's being sponsored right now. But when he saw it, he was like, "Okay, who is this?" And then he looked it up. He's like, "This is serious shit." <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, did we just hit big time or what? Yeah, yeah. He was like, he started talking to other people. That's what kind of got him. He saw the opportunity. He was like, "Okay." Then he told his wife, and his his wife was like, "I've seen commercials on TV for that." Yeah, and he was like, "It's all oh, over YouTube. Wait. It's everywhere, man." Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't need it. I can't grow a beard, so. Yeah, I've seen your beard. I don't have one. I mean, I've it, got it's this manscaped, little... dude. Do do you grow a bush downstairs? Yeah, yeah. Then you can. It's got skin safe technology, bro. See, that's the way to do it. You can sit there and trim right on your balls and won't nick them. Yes, <laughs> I, dude. That is the worst thing. That on is especially worst especially for a man trying to look down there. Yeah, it's awful. I mean, doesn't safety the, is crucial. Doesn't it have a light on it, right? Yes, the, and uh, it's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. Oh, I need and one it of those. Recharges. It's awesome. I, I just got a new one. I don't remember what it's from. I don't know what brand it is, but I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't nick you or anything. Not that I'm competing, but <laughs> take I mean, that, Manscaped. <laughs> yeah, no, prove me wrong. But I noticed that you didn't give a brand name, so they're still. I don't, I don't, I don't remember the brand name. So I mean, but it's it's a cool razor. Yeah, I mean, it, it's whatever. Hey, it works for you, man. Yeah, but I'd love to be proved wrong. I, I mean, hey, you know, it doesn't matter if you got old balls, young balls. Try it out, you know. <laughs> Did you just compare all the balls at the table? Yes, absolutely. It's fucked up In right chronological there. order, too. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this dude. <laughs> uh, you're facing a like shot. It. I like it. He's an ageist. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brett, what else do you do, man? Oh, man. Too much. I, I heard you um, uh, text can of leadership, right? I did do Texarkana Leadership, which is actually was really fun. Yeah, tell us about it. 
Yeah, so it's basically a setup where around here in Texarkana, where we're from, well, I guess we're kind of out of Texarkana right now, but the Texarkana hey, area. Texarkana enough. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. For sure. Uh, it's essentially Texarkana and the surrounding areas. They get people to come together and join this class, and it kind of just does what I think school really fails, and it kind of tells you how the hell a city works. Mm-hmm. So there's different things, and it's good about learning about specifically what our city has, what its problems are, things that it's doing well at, and... I think the biggest thing that anybody could benefit from even doing something like that, I'm sure if you're not from Texarkana, there's something very similar within your city, is it's good to get a better idea of what's going on in your city because you'll never know how little you understand about the own place that you live yeah, for sure. until, you're op- until you have the opportunity so to it, really see the So is it kind of like an uh, activity, activity informative type yeah, I mean, Social thing or once what? a month you get together with the rest of your class. It's about 30-something people. Uh, it changes every year, but it's around 30 to 35. And... Um, Excuse me. The way it it's, happens. Yeah, right. It's that damn diet, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Something in the diet makes you burp all the time. Yeah, I don't have that problem. Well, I mean, I guess maybe I should take I up a different drink. <laughs> Dr. Pepper's so good. In a little bit. Hey, Dr. Pepper, just what's give up? It, let's, let's get to the halfway point. Yeah, right, yeah. Before we wet our whistles, as they say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they get you together, and then every day is kind of structured around different things. It's like, okay, downtown development for here, and then the next one's like, okay, you're going to see and look at healthcare, and then we're going to do one that's specifically viewed at like banking and stuff that's going on there. I mean, it, and I'm, education. I'm kinda, I mean, there's yeah, different I'm, I'm days kinda, for different I'm kind of getting... Uh, like a, I don't know, like a social media class. Like, hey, what what could we let let the town know about? Now? That's definitely part of it. So tied to that is this thing called um, TXK Today, right? Or T- no, Go TXK. I'm sorry, TXK Today is a, a news site around here. But uh, Go TXK is a like website hub, and part of the class is that you get together with other people and you choose something that you want to try and push. So like when we were doing it. Uh, which of course is right around the time COVID ended up breaking out towards the end of our class. So we didn't get to finish what we intended to do. Uh, but I was part of a group that decided we were going to try and bump video content for the website. And because we are in a special situation where we're a border city, we were able to get both of our mayors together in a single studio and record them and kind of have them go over what they thought was a hidden gem of the town. Mm-hmm. So they both kind of pulled something they thought was cool and then kind of went into why they thought it was cool and then kind of the historic significance, if there is a historic significance. So it was really cool seeing that come together. Um, anybody who's from around here knows that in the past we've had adversarial mayors you who are just really bad about <laughs> but yeah, the really bad about are they used to be, potentially you'd run into times where they were fighting each other. So it was cool for us to be able to bring two mayors together who were cordial with each other. Well, that's good. Because, man, how cool would be to see a mayor boxing match? Like, <laughs> that you know, would they, be they, like, battle awesome. on the line or something? Um, like, Dude, like a UFC fight. Also, I, but, I mean, that would be sick. But we could go way simpler and just call it ton. Yes. Well, hasn't that been done? Did they do that? Yes, I would imagine. I, I think, it, it would I be think the mayors have, have done it. It'd be a missed opportunity if not. No, I, I think they did <laughs> yeah. it one year. Um, it was at the fairgrounds, I think. It was for the, the four-state fair. Like the tough man, kind of? No, they did a tug-of-war. Oh, really? Yeah, I... I want to see a boxing well, match. Well, okay, but was it on state line? Because you have a le- legit yeah. line that you can look and be like, yeah. hey, if you cross over right this there line. in front of the post true. office. That's that would true. be awesome. That would be pretty neat. Let's uh, put that together. Right. Let's work on that. Okay. Hey, get get in contact with your people. We got hey, you. We, we, can do it. we could do a joint podcast effort. Yeah, yeah. We can. Does anybody know a bear that's trained well enough to be like the officiator? No, Cy- Cyrus kind of just Cyrus <laughs> is growing up. Uh, give Cyrus like a year. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's good. That gives us plenty of time to schedule this thing out, right? Yeah, Yeah. if if, if, y'all don't know it, but um, we have a new podcast dog. Yeah, you do. Shot dog, dog. podcast dog. I like it. He's beautiful. Cyrus is our our new 
Our new baby. Nothing like, like a good shop dog, you know? I know, right? There's just something about, like, you know, up where we work, you just have <laughs> animals galore. Yeah, I know. Have they you make seen my the, day. Have if you I'm seen being the blonde honest. girl? Yeah, she's dude. She like lives down in our yeah, shop. Yeah, like, she is healthy as shit. Yeah, too. now for sure. When she first started, the yeah, Spanish one. We were, yeah, oh yeah, yeah she won't let she's anybody. She's not touch letting her. anybody no. get close to her. She's gotten this close to me. I really, mean, like, really, inches, and I almost had it. And it's funny because someone else drove by and said, "How the hell did you do that?" It's, like, yeah, she won't. Hey, she'll I, she'll chase a golf cart in a heartbeat. Yeah, she'll chase a golf cart. <laughs> she'll run forever <laughs> on a, har- sure. a golf cart. Da- yeah, but- da- down in our shop, she has like a. They brought her a um, like a uh, like a house like this. Like oh no shit, yeah, igloo. That's cool. Yeah, and they put it outside. Big bag of dog food and everything. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, she she's better than I do. Yeah, the the one of the guys in the in the bay next to me fed her for real good for a while, and she just she was really. You know, getting comfortable with him, and then all of a sudden, I guess y'all did better than we did. And she Dang. took off. Yeah, she just comes down. There. Fucked up. <laughs> yeah, usually every morning she would she would be in our parking lot waiting for food, and now every morning I come in and she's standing there in front of your parking lot. Uh-huh. Yep. Leave knows. our fucking dog alone, hey, dude. Hey, man, I'm just saying. She knows where it's at. <laughs> she'll she'll come down there and like she'll wait, and you throw something down for her, and she yeah. like sniffs at it. She'll watch you go away. She picks it up and she runs outside real quick. Yeah. And then we, comes back. We had a guy oh, put down his lunch bowl, oh, and no. she took off with the lunch the bowl, bowl and all. Yeah, the yeah. whole fucking bowl. He's chasing her down and shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know. I just like seeing the animals out there. Over the shop, you know, near where I work, we have cats. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, I, I like cats anyway. I like dogs, too. But those cats are just so different and chill and cool. And even people up there that work there who normally hate cats have kind of, like, softened up on them. I think stray dogs are cooler than stray cats. It yeah. depends. You know, I mean, it really... I think that stray animals are where you see like the absolute most of more the differences and in personalities within individual animals. Because oh, yeah. like animals who have lived their whole life being relatively cush, like they don't have to worry about eating or anything. I mean, what animal? Very different. Yeah. You know, my wife wanted outside cats. I told her no. They, they take care <laughs> of mice, dude. No. You don't have to worry about they rooms do, and nothing they, like that. They replicate, rep, replicate rapidly. Well, you just get them, get them uh, spayed and neutered, man. No, I'm not going to put a cat outside after I spent that much money on them. Why, why not? <laughs> Fuck that. I mean, it does what it needs to do. No, not going to happen. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Right. We that's got cool. Bob, Bob Barker over here, though. That's cool. Yeah. What? Yeah. Spayed, spayed and neutered. Yeah. After every <laughs> oh episode. Hey, you He's know what still alive, dude. The, yeah, I know, right? He's still alive. Oh, that my dude man is, is so ancient. He's getting it, bro. Yeah, it's good for him, him, right? You know what I mean? You know, it was all that exercise with, uh, um, what was his name? Oh, cra- oh, dude, he is. Let's see here. Watch. He's going to Google it, and then suddenly yes. he died three days ago. <laughs> God, that'd be the worst. No, he'll probably dry- die three days from now. He's. Um, let's not Happy put Gilmore. That He's 97, Gilmore. dude. It was all the exercise he did with Happy Gilmore. 97. It was that fight. Hey, my man's still looking dude, pretty good. He's looking honest. good, man. Look at him, bro. Dude. It's looks- like the Golden Girl. What's Look the girl- Golden Girl's name? Oh, Betty White. She just turned 99. And she's still going strong. Fuck yeah, she's rocking it, dude. I want to know what she's doing. I wonder if there's... Look at this guy. Oh, that's not a good picture. She's, pro- she's still running a mile a day. That's rough. Hey, that's she what I'm talking about. still running a mile a day, Does dude. really? Hey, Fuck yeah. So, hey, I was talking to my wife today, and so... I love they, it when you say your wife. I know. It's, it's awesome. New. So, David Goggins does this thing. It's called the 4x4x48. That sounds terrifying. It is awful. It sounds awful. But it's for charity, and it's uh, you run four miles every four hours for 48 hours. Nope, nope, nope. It equates to like 48 miles, I'm pretty sure. No. But, I mean, you can run or walk or whatever, and I kind of want to do it. I'll probably end up crawling. I think it'd be fun to do. If you see me running, you better catch up. Yeah. 
No, I think it'd be cool. Oh, let's see if I can pull it up. Four yeah, by pull four that up. Let's see if anybody's doing that. Um, Y'all, we're, we're pulling stuff up on the computer. It, eventually, I promise, we will yeah, get video right of right something. So, yeah, the David Goggins Challenge. And they, apparently, he started it last is that, year. Is that him right there? No, 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 no. Let me... Here it is, David Goggins. David Goggins is one of the hardest people on planet Earth, dude. Um, Why doesn't he have hair? David Goggins? Is that aerodynamics? Yeah, he runs a lot. But anyway, I think it'd be cool to do. Just try it. I don't. I definitely won't be able to do it. You would be throwing up all. Well, day you can long. walk it too. Oh, okay. But it's e- it's every four hours, so you get to make it beneficial. You would probably walk hard enough to throw up all day long. But if we did it as a team, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you know you get a team together tag team and tag team and out yeah since since we've started this show you've committed me to doing some crazy shit already like what oh okay well we're supposed to be doing over over the edge yeah that's gonna be fun yeah that's gonna be pretty awesome that's gonna be super Um, cool there was something else we were gonna do we're doing the jeep thing yeah we're gonna do the jeep thing Mm -hmm. and now you want me to go (laughs) four miles every four hours for 48 hours yeah 48 hours starts at 8 p.m okay um, our guest has already pointed out the age of my sack. <laughs> that is true. Sack age has already been brought into this podcast. <laughs> Do you know how you tell? It's like you count the wrinkles, kind of like the inner rings of a tree. I figured thumb. it was it was the uh, um, from there was a height issue. You know, just stand there with your legs open, sure. and measure how far from the oh, ground they are per centimeters, huh? True. Yeah. Like you know it. what's weird is that we're born with wrinkles on our balls. What the mm. hell's that? You know what I mean? It's like why are we talking about our balls? I don't know, it's Benjamin Button disease oh or something. Oh my god. <laughs> See, look, you can't even see, adequately I'm, I'm age go, them. See, you I, can, sit there and look take, at your, I got an extra tape measure in the house. I'm going to measure my ball ball height tonight. Oh, yeah. And then a year from now. That's how it, it's like the earlobe. That's <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Like you, it. you measure the, the distance that they continue to drop. What? Yeah, you know, your nose and your ear continue to grow your whole life. So mm-hmm. as you get old, yeah. your earlobe continues to get longer. Your sack just drops further and further. <laughs> I think that's a real thing, dude. Like, look at those old dudes with that's, those noses. That's like my, my first real. wife's mom said she was going to get a rose tattooed on her boob. That way, by the time she's see. old and old and ancient, she'd have a long stem rose. Oh my god, that's funny though. That's good. I like that. So, hey, did you know um, you have to hand it to a blonde stri- blonde prostitute? Huh? You have to hand it to a blonde prostitute. And what? Oh, I got gotcha. you. Oh, that's a good one. I like it. You're out of control, man. These are the kind of jokes you hear on the What You Know Good podcast. Uh, yeah. What you know, good podcast at gmail.com if you have any more cool jokes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll read please them on email. air. I'll tell you oh, what. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Joke, joke please, if you're listening to this, joke email us some jokes. Yes, please. And we will read them on the air. Just just like the bad dad jokes that, that competitions they have. Yeah, it needs to yeah. be a competition, right? You have it set up to where it's like it's the listener joke of the week, but it's whoever Fuck yeah. has the That'd best be awesome. joke. That's a good idea. Week. That'd be awesome. So send those in to what you know, good podcast at gmail.com. Or just tell us if you see us. Yeah, it's true. Just <laughs> shoot me a text. Text me. See, it's always Message good to get the, uh, the the listener engagement. You know, yeah. in our show, we we try and keep it relatively PG since games are kind of an all age thing for the main show. But it's funny. We today we kind of reached out and said, you know, we didn't come up with a community's take question. Does anybody out there have one that they like? And one of our listeners. Their response was, "What's the weirdest thing you've ever jacked off to?" Oh my god! I was like, "You know, I oh almost, my. I almost want to go just to break norms of the show entirely and just come on and be like, show's about to go off the rails, boys.'" <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I mean, we started this with you know the absolute intention of no holds barred, no no censorship, no whatever. This is me, him, you, 
raw as can be. Yeah. Because we want everybody to know the real us. Mm-hmm. Oh, the yeah. real you. Yeah. You know, if you're listening, comment on the Facebook post. I post all the time. Yep. Um, Casey does the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Email us. Text us. Most of you know us. I mean, shit. Say what you want to say. Yeah, we'll got, we'll got, talk got, about it on the we've air. We've got like 18 monthly listeners, you know? Yeah. 18? <laughs> crushing it Is it, it really 18? Yeah, it's about 18, man. Hey, That's awesome. crushing it. Uh, but combined, we have quite a few yeah, listeners. Almost 600 plays. Oh, fuck yeah. Almost 600. That's awesome. Yeah. How Boy. far How far does your podcast reach? Do you have other countries, huh? You were telling me the other day. Uh, Are you serious? Yeah. So we have, like, we have a multitude of uh, Australian patrons. We have a multitude of UK patrons. Uh, that's the majority of our spread. We have one from Canada. I mean, our, our podcast reach is, I mean, I, I'm proud of it. Clearly, it's always about looking at the numbers in relation to other things. There if, are you're not, much if you're not proud podcasts. of it, stop doing it. Yeah, exactly. That's what, at, at any point in time, every bit of growth is growth. And you just, if you're doing it and you're not enjoying it and you're not proud of it, no matter how much reach it's getting, then you don't need to be doing a podcast. But we've built it up to where... Right now, every episode gets roughly 600, 650 listens. That's pretty good. Uh, and because we've been doing it for just under three years now, we've got over 100,000 listens. Woo! Oh, my god! On gosh. our main podcast. How many episodes do you have? 197. Good Lord. Hey, Casey, did you know what? tonight it's 10. is episode number 10. 10. You're number 10. Dude, that's you're, a you're milestone, the decade, dude. Bro. There we go. You're the decade, to me, bro. that's a milestone. It yeah. Is. So they, I, I was reading a podcast uh, like blog thing or whatever, and they say once you make it to 25, that's like... You're locked in. You're locked in. You like yeah. 25 is the number. Because we do well, our... We better pod- start getting some guests. Well, we do, well, we do, <laughs> well, we do our podcast every other week, you know, because yeah. obviously I meet with you on uh, Fridays to do... We do our music thing, which is taken off, which is awesome. Okay, uh... Since you brought it up, yeah. If anybody hasn't noticed, uh, the two gentlemen I had talking to me tonight mm-hmm. and hanging out and spending some good time with us are actually in a band together. We are, and the band's name is Absidion. Absidion. If you look on YouTube Music mm-hmm. or any of your Spotify or music apps, or whatever, you can find this wonderful band, and Thanks, they man. sound amazing. I appreciate it. Uh, listen to them. Check them out. Uh, they have an, an EP, uh, three, four songs. Six. 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 Six, six songs, yeah. Sorry, I only found three. It came out last uh, month on the 18th yeah. of December, 2020. Yeah, it's hey. just a little over a month old. Um, what genre would y'all put yourself in? Genreless. Good luck. Yeah, we're genreless, man. We're fluid, dude. I, I promise you it's the hardest part about trying to mm-hmm. actually go out and get this to in front of people is like any time that you go through to tell something like, oh, here, we're going to submit the song to you. They want to know what other bands do you sound like and what's a genre we can classify <laughs> you under. And that is like fucking sweating bullets and being mm-hmm. like, what do I put? Because I don't want to put something and then them feel misled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you okay. said you sound like blank. You don't sound like that at all. Well, let's do this. Let's, let's, let's give them a teaser. After the commercial mm-hmm. at the break, um, we'll put an Obsidian song on. Okay. Hey. We'll, we'll play that and then okay. we'll start the show after that. Okay. How's that sound? Can, yeah, it sounds good to me. Yeah. Sounds good. So yeah, I, I can't, I can't pay yet, off for that. <laughs> oh, it's no, cool. It's cool. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, we, as we, the owners, yeah. we are the official <laughs> songwriters here. Yeah. Are you giving us permission to play? Yeah, we, giving, we legally have the right to say that you can play this. Thanks, so guys. We're, we're golden. You're, you're got, you guys are great. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, we can do that for sure. No, uh, so when did we start writing that EP? Like a little over a year ago, huh? Yeah, I'd say, you know, because we went through a different... The thing about writing music is that you start someplace and then you mm-hmm. end up somewhere else. Going into this, I think our common ground was the idea of like, well, we both know that we like early 2000s emo. For sure. So we're going to roll that route. Yeah. 
and we it's, wrote it sounds, almost an entire song. It sounds song. a bit emo. It does. It still it still has that, even though if I were to show you the first song we did, I yeah. feel like it's way different than the rest of the EP. 100%. But it's not released really? because it was like, it was the first time of us really getting together and just knocking something out. And we got almost the whole song written. I mean, really, musically, we have a whole yeah, song. Yeah, the whole song is done. We just don't have any vocals for it. Yeah, so really? I, I've mm-hmm. debated releasing it in its current state or just getting back together and writing vocals I and think just blowing it down. I think we should. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. So, But it's one of those things where we did that and then it kind of, in a joking manner, we recorded a little guitar lick and then it suddenly became that we were supposed to just mess around and put some trap on it, <laughs> some yeah. trap beat on it. And while that song did not end up sounding like no, my no, joke no, no. trap thing, no. it was definitely the birth of, oh, well, this is what we're actually doing now. So, yeah, yeah I'd say, well, that was like January or February. Yeah, probably right? well, a well, year ago. From what, I, what I've heard, I, I, would, I would give it a emo metal... I don't want Mimo. What? Mimo. Mimo. Fuck Mimo. yeah, you just coined a new phrase. Let's go. I like it. Okay. All you music producers, <laughs> pay attention to Mimo. Well, COVID, it's, it's COVID really, COVID really, <laughs> COVID, See, it's contagious. COVID though. really stuck it to us because we would have been done with this EP like way before we did, but. Yeah, I definitely think that's true. COVID really stuck it to us because you got sick. Well, no, you didn't get sick. So but when do you y'all start tested, on it? We started on last January. Last January? Yeah, it took okay. us almost a year to get six songs. But it's like, it's weird because when you say that, it doesn't really mean, it wasn't, and even when we tell people, like, there was a point in time where we were doing every Friday. Yeah, every Friday. And then it became every other Friday. Mm-hmm. And then it became like three months of not doing it at all yep. and trying our best to do it like remotely. Yep. Which was hard. Yeah, I would I, record I, stuff and send it to him and then he would do stuff and send it back to me and then we would do it like that. It, it, for a while. it made me realize how much I, and I'm glad that we didn't try and push through and keep doing that well, yeah, yeah. because it made me realize how much what we do works by, based off of being in the same room. Oh, 100%. Well, that's, that's interesting. How, okay. Um, so you're both trying to put a, put together an album, mm-hmm. you know, you're trying to record a song. Um, the motivational factor, because most bands, groups, whatever, I'm assuming, you know, kind of feed off each other. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, so you two are, you know, remotely working you're trying to push yourself, Casey, to, you know, do this bit of music, do this bit of uh, vocals, whatever. And uh, Brett, you're you're trying to do the same. How how does that how does that work? How does the motivation, personal motivation, work? I mean, how how does it feed? So, usually, what happens is I'll be sitting at the house and I'll just pick up my guitar and you know I, I play my guitar almost every single day, and I'll just I'll come up with something. I'm like, man, that sounds pretty cool. I'll record it, and then I just get a rough idea. And then I'll shoot it over to Brett, and then Brett, he's the he's like a producer genius whiz kid guy. So he he's yeah, like, we noticed that at the beginning no, of the show. No, one hundred percent. So I send it to him, and he's like, "All right, I got this idea or whatever." And then we uh we let it stew, and then we meet up on Fridays, and then he usually has a beat written, uh, to the song. I I put a like a you know basic yeah basic little beat down, and then he goes in and works his little magic, and it sound and makes it sound prime time professional huh? yeah he makes it sound good he's the he's the man that makes it all sound good he's, and, and, he's, and he's it sounds good, amazing yeah he's good at like producing and yeah he knows he has an ear for it you have an ear for it and that's why it works so good like he 
he does these little happy little accidents that just come about sometimes, <laughs> like we're in the recording process. Like, uh, what's the last one? Happy accident we had. You know, I think uh, the last accident we had is on the opening song for the EP. Uh-huh. Yeah, we yeah. recorded a line, and then Casey decided that he wanted to try the line again. Mm-hmm. And when you're recording, you end up keeping takes based off of like, well, I like this one, so we're going to let you try it again, but this is a really solid one. So if we need to default back to it, we can. And we ended up, I just kind of scooted it off randomly. I didn't even pay attention where I put it because I knew where it needed to go. And then he let it go. I never muted it. Yep. He recorded his part, and then suddenly it was exactly where it stayed in the final version yeah. of the song. No just, shit. 100%. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, and, and I mean, that's happened just more times than accidental recording. Can, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And it happened. Oh, we were, that is we were cool. Like, oh, that sounds awesome. I think that my, is cool. my favorite thing about doing music, and definitely with Casey, is I feel like every time that we get together, almost every time we get together, mm-hmm. there's a moment where the song goes from being a really basic idea, and then there's the moment where it's like, oh, this is what the song's going to be now. 100%. Every time we have a breakthrough, man, just about every single time we have that breakthrough, we leave and we're like, man, that sounds good. We did some good work. <laughs> Strong work, sir. Yeah. That's that's the I, thing, man. It's very different cool. for me because prior to working, and, and I mean, I know Casey's been in a ton of bands too, and I think that Casey actually, like, I know that you ended up recording with All Falls Aside and all mm-hmm. that stuff, you know, but I think from what I've understood, it's like your role in that was always shifting in what you were actually yeah. doing and then who was being head producer. I know you've always had the thing of, and I, and I say this because he's over here being very kind about me. Casey is really great at coming up with basic song structure mm-hmm. and really great at coming up with catchy little guitar limericks. And while almost he's, every song... He's good at videos too, but he hates it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so awkward. Hey, it happens. It does. But every song, even though I think by the end of it, both of us have done something in, mm-hmm. with almost every instrument. That's just kind of the way it goes together. But I noticed that Casey almost always, when it comes time to do the production side of things, it's my hands are off of it. Yeah. You've got that. Go on for it. Yeah, it's not my thing, man. It's kind of fun because I was in a band before with three people, and it ends up being this thing where I always felt like per song there was someone, sometimes even me just by nature of how it was, who wasn't writing something. And you'd end up having a whole song that you felt like you didn't really do anything Oh, yeah, yeah, in. yeah. And I think the best thing, since we o- we are only two people, mm-hmm. is that every song kind of has to filter through both of us. So it ends up being, at the end of the day, I feel like every song we've done is 100% both of us looking at an idea and okay. feeling something out. So, and I love that. So musically, there there is just the two of you. Yes. Um, yes. So, you know, most people listen listen to a band and they hear a guitar and they hear drums and they might hear piano or they might hear you know some sort of a a bass guitar or the musical instruments all together you know how do y'all handle that you know i I know casey plays guitar yeah it's it's weird because i think people who don't know much about behind the scenes and how music is made yeah that i mean that that that's what i think would think be the difficult part yeah so it's i mean you know typically most modern music is made in a program like what we're using to in record the the the, pod, the podcast right now with. So I actually don't have one of those. Mine's not nearly as big. We better than you. So no, since there's only two <laughs> of us, and we're never needing more than uh, you know for my podcast, I have a four mic mixer, and we do use it to record vocals, and we use it to record guitar sometimes. Sometimes Casey does a so guitar you're recording. Saying in his house. You, you're saying you can go through and record each piece of it layered. So each, each piece individually and then put it all together later. Yeah, essentially I think, you know, 
a lot of the times, like Casey, Casey mentioned, I, I got the I got that same shirt. Nice. Sorry. Shirt. Yeah, Twinkies. Right. Anyway, uh, but a lot of the times, like Casey mentioned, he'll put a basic beat behind something, and what he's doing is essentially giving himself some kind of a natural rhythm just to play along to. And then once he sends me that guitar track, we'll either decide to re-record it later if we need to, or we'll go ahead and keep that one. Sometimes he knocks it out of the park first try, or at least by the time that I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just building things in a layer. So sometimes the drums come first. Sometimes the guitar comes first. Sometimes, and, and that's that's how a lot of modern bands do it nowadays, right? Yeah, I mean, and, and you're like typically, the White Stripes do something like that. Well, White Stripes are very different. A lot of the times, they actually record, and and they're not a band anymore, to be fair. But uh, Jack White, well, still to be fair, they on. were a band at one point. They were, they were. <laughs> uh, but I'm just thinking about since they've stopped really being a band. Even then, I think that production has changed a lot. But even though but it, it was a lot, just the two of them, right? Yes. And they really stuck that through for the most part in their recordings. I think Casey and I, it sounds weird to some people to think, well, it's just two of them. So who's doing all this? Well, we're both doing all that. Mm -hmm. Whereas, yeah, technically it's both of us having something built up in drums or both of us having some, some part in what ends up being on the bass or on the keyboard or on whatever it is. But a band like the White Stripes, when they used to do it, it was almost always actually just a guitar and just drums. Right. And even like one of their most popular songs, Seven Nation Army, is his guitar with an octave pedal pumping it down to where it sounds like a bass making that little boom, boom, okay. boom, boom. So when he plays it live, it sounds the exact same way, but you don't actually have to have a bass. Now, you can play that song fully accompanied if you want to, and I've done it no, a lot, and it's it fun. It pretty awesome. But like it sounds it awesome the way it is, and they stay true to their being only two yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So have y'all have y'all ever had any guest musicians come in and record with you or nope. anything? Not no, yet. Not yet. I mean, I'm I'm open to the idea. This new. This so if new, you're out there listening, <laughs> this new track that we're working on, um, we are looking for a feature. Yeah. What, what kind of feature are you looking for? Vocal, ideally. Vo yeah, vocal for <laughs> sure. But I thought y'all had vocals covered. No, I mean, no. we do. But it's just it's about getting somebody else's voice and style and mm -hmm. idea in on something you've done. Yeah. You know, if we could get some kind of, you know. Well, big time guy. Well, that'd be you know? that would definitely be cool, and if nothing else, not for any of the uh, the clout or any of so that. I, sh yeah. I shouldn't audition. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, <laughs> go feel free. You're right. Well, you're I, right. I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> no, you wouldn't, man. I think trust me, I'm not that big. I mean, I've got some. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, I'm not that big. <laughs> I think any feature is any feature, right? I mean, like if you get a guest guitar spot on your song and you wrote the majority of the song, and then they're coming in and adding their flavor to it, doesn't matter if they're doing it with a bass with drums and doing a little drum part that's different they're coming into something you've made and changing it up and you can do that vocally clearly we see mm -hmm. that happen all yeah. the time oh yeah and for what we're doing i think it makes the most sense to get a vocal uh, person in and i think that's also just because we talked about ourselves being kind of genreless i feel mm -hmm. like every song we could have uh, not that we would but if we wanted to i feel like we could almost end up getting a metal vocalist on one song at the yeah. guest oh, line, and then on the next song we could have someone who's like <clears throat> an emo rapper well it, from you know from the songs i have heard from y'all it it really kind of seems it doesn't really matter where your guest comes from no not at genre all. wise i mean yeah. look at look at nothing fit no, in. look at nothing nowhere he did a song with freaking chris crow from dashboard confessional and that yeah. song is so hard dude Who? chris crow from dashboard confessional i'm on any sample of dashboard confessional or yeah, I, I don't know what you're talking about oh man I don't know names and quintessential and emo music. Oh, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not a. Do I look? You want emo? dashboard confession or do you want the song? Whatever you're referring to. Oh, okay. Uh, it's this song. It's <laughs> called. It's called Hopes Up. 
The song is pretty good, man. It's what we refer to in the industry as absolute fire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, why is it only 30 seconds? Oh, this must be an ad. Oh, yeah. No, this song's really... But he does a lot of stuff, too. He does a lot of features um, that are really good with, like, whole different people, man. Really? This is kind of... So, Nothing Nowhere is kind of what got me into what we're doing now. I text Brett one day. I was like, hey, man, have you ever heard of Nothing Nowhere? He's like, oh, yeah, dude, I love that guy. I was like, dude, I really want to do something like that because that was, you know. And it's weird because, like, beforehand, Casey and I, the musical connection was always, like, pop punk and emo stuff. For sure. And it was weird for him to one day out of the blue be like, I'd been listening to Nothing Nowhere and a bunch of different, I don't even want to call them emo rappers because I don't think that's really fair. Yeah. But I've been listening to a lot of stuff that is in line with Nothing Nowhere to some degree. And... It was really interesting for him to come out of nowhere. Okay, you say emo rappers. Would something like about, Falling in Reverse or something like that be? I mean, he's, he's kind of doing that. Yeah, he's, I guess he's yeah, done I, it. I mean, I, I guess he's done it a little more, a little bit more hip hop oriented. Yeah, than, yeah, yeah, you know. But it's that, that's the thing about music is what I consider one thing is probably mm-hmm. not what someone else considers. Okay, one well, thing. let's see what this sounds like. Let's see here. This is a really good song, dude. Yeah, this is definitely this artist is big inspiration. Oh yeah, yeah. And his new stuff he's coming out with, dude. This new album comes out on the nineteenth February. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, Trauma Factory. Yeah. And every song on that is like so different, dude. Yeah, it's like the rule of thumb for that album is that if you go to a new song, it's going to be a completely different genre because the oh, one you that's, just listen. Because death, death is like hard, dude. Yeah. Yeah, this song is awesome, man. Like, it's almost weird. To think that people don't know who Dashboard Confessional is. So this is nothing nowhere. This guy's name is Joe. Dude, that's fucking dope, man. Yeah. Little do you know, these us that are coming out yeah. is exactly what he does in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> Casey in the studio is just a rap machine. He tones it down by the time we record. Yeah. Because if he showed you his real genius. Yeah. I just got to tone it back. I'm too, Give me some. I, spent, I can't. I can't freestyle. So anyway, dude, this is that's pretty cool. I'm gonna have to. I might have to put them on my YouTube music. So you got this guy, and then you have Dashboard, who comes in on the second verse. Let's see here. Yeah, very different. Yeah, it's very different. Okay, and Dashboard Soulful. is... He's a, he's an acoustic guy. He does acoustic, like emo, like... Then you got this coming in. And Chris Caraba, he's a handsome devil. <laughs> he is. Look at that guy. This looks like your video. Yeah that's, yeah, that's not that wrong. Yeah, I've never seen this video until today. Yeah, but yeah, this part. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe you've never seen this video. I don't. I'm, I'm really bad about watching music videos. Oh yeah. Well, anyway, that's. Have it. you seen yours? Uh, yes. Thankfully, I I had to <laughs> shoot it, edit it, yeah, and all that. Oh, yeah. So, okay. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Brett's the. He's like the. He's the complete like. I'm the production electronic wizard. Yeah, I'm the man in the chair. Is what you know? Yeah, you have like it's like I'm the I'm the Barbara Gordon to the situation (laughs) here. You know, because I (laughs) I have no idea what's going on video editing or anything like that at all. To be fair, I had I had no clue. I had ideas, and then I thought I'll probably figure it out. 
I you did. definitely figured it out. You I, figured it out. Man. It could have been better. I I, no. I exist well, in no world where I don't know that all of that work could be better. But you know, there's this idea whenever you're doing any kind of artistic endeavor, right? That you can have perfect or you can have finished. Mm-hmm. And finished at some degree is far more valuable than perfect because perfect is so hard to achieve that by the time that you get to it, the the idea of what you thought was perfect when you started it's already different. I mean, what what is perfect? You exactly. know, what I mean, like you know, it, there is. I don't think there's any kind of perfect because there's just so many. You know, different people see perfection as so it, many different ways. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? So you get to this thing where the idea is that the more that you can finish and then start on something new, the yeah. more you can take lessons from the first thing and go on. Yeah, yeah. So you know, for me, it was kind of here we are, one hundred percent shooting our own video from start to finish. Yeah, that's a big thing. Big thing. And even if we mess up. We get to something, and I edit, and I learn a lot in editing. Like, you know, the idea that I had of you coming into the room, sitting on the bed, and then mm-hmm. looking at yourself. Yeah. I had no clue how to, do how it. to actually do but that. But you did it, dude. But I did it. And it's awesome. And yeah, that's I, I a watched cool that thing. video, and that was, cool. that was pretty dope. It is And even, cool. like, again, the, the idea of happy accidents, right, is yeah. we ended up stumbling across the idea in the middle of recording. I was like, it'd be kind of cool if I could find out a way to make you sit in the center of the bed and then have two versions of yourself singing with different reactions all at the same time. It was cool because, you know, Casey's, at, while I'm watching this, uh, I'm helping Casey move. Yeah. And he's oh, telling yeah. me how awkward he feels doing that oh yes but at the same time uh it actually benefited the video because i could see the awkwardness in his face but it works with the tone of the song for sure exactly it worked with the song it worked with the video it was was awesome yeah it's a good time yeah if it was a song about being like really confident sounding then maybe not but i guess that's what's good about playing all this uh super emotional stuff well that's the cool that's the cool thing about what we're doing now and also another thing when we got together you know, we decided, dude, we're just going to make music that we enjoy making. And uh, don't you, worry about it's yeah, just like this show. Yeah. If you don't enjoy it, don't listen to it. Yeah. You don't yeah, have to. yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not making it. I'm not making it for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm making this because I like to do it. It's different than anything I've ever done before. So you same. Know, it's, it's same thing. Yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of like a learning experience for yeah. both of us. And, you know, we're going to get better with time, obviously, with practice, like you were talking about. You know, there's, you know, finish, finish, well, so, finish before perfection. Well, I'm going to say y'all, y'all got a good start. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah, it's, that. It's crazy seeing anytime that people do something like this, a lot of people would be like, oh, you know, and the reality of all things is you've always got to be careful that people are blowing smoke up your ass. Oh, yeah. 100%. But for the people who are genuinely interested in it and really like it, and they're like, dude, it sounds so good. I take it and I roll with that and I liked it and I appreciate it. But at the same time, I think the rule of all creators is that once you put something out, you immediately regret so much about what you put out. Well, you can you can just yeah, you just I, go back and you're like, man, I could have done this here, I could have done that and there, the, and that's you know? what makes you better. Yeah. Oh yeah, you yeah, know, absolutely. You know, the next, next go around, you're like, okay, I I did this last time, I did this last time, I didn't like this last time. You know, well, yeah. th- it I makes think, you better for. I think each our one. vocals on this new one are yes. going to sound much better. I think. Well, I'm, I'm even especially after you get your guest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For Hopefully. The future, <laughs> be sick. Well, so, even well, like okay, musically, for real. it's doing uh, well. Let's, let's audition. What kind of guests you look for? Uh, I don't know, man. If I'm being honest, I think the song is definitely leaning itself more towards like someone who has some type of a flow. I don't think it necessarily has to be hip hop. No, That's no, the interesting no. thing. But I mean, this song is more toned down. You know, one of the things I, I think the um, for the most part, there are definitely moments where it drifts out of it. But I think the kind of stamp of the first ep is that almost every song has a moment where it just really ramps up in energy yeah this new song I've noticed that this new song at least in its current state you never know what's going to change but at least in its current state it stays down here yeah. kind of like the video that you were referring to yeah. that song even when we were making it the idea was like how can we just kind of get a feeling and then vibe on that feeling and mm-hmm. 
And unlike all the other songs, for the most part, let's not push past that. Let's sit here and rest in this thing. And we're kind of doing that again. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I think internally, as we're kind of speaking, we're looking at it right now as thinking that this particular next project, however many songs it ends up being, are probably all going to be like this. Yeah. But that could change. Who knows? Who knows, man? Yeah. It just, it, you know, it just depends on what, what we come up with. I mean, we could throw down some freaking heavy licks in there, you know? Yeah, even yeah. this new song, we could we could suddenly be soaring at the very end. You never know. I've actually thought about it honestly. When I listened to it, I was like, "Man, dude, we could really just make it." And then still let it come down it, with it, the very end that you have on there currently. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I think we're witnessing a um. See, a, a, this is a how it happens here, guys. This is how it happens, dude. You know, we just show up and we make we well, make it happen. Yeah, that's how it is. I mean, shit. We work we work well together. It it sounds like you do. I mean, I just sitting here listening to y'all talk. Um, just the flow of energy between you, yeah, is is impressive. Yep. Uh, it it tells me that there's a there's a fit right there that you two are doing, and listening to your music says the same thing. Well, it's cool because we we both have the same st- listening style of music for the most part. Um, we both actually kind of have the same kind of humor too, which is <laughs> awesome. Because <laughs> man, we, babe, do we not just laugh our ass off the whole time? Yeah, we do. We do the whole time. We come, man. We come up with some wild shit, dude. She suffers through every she bit of it. Definitely does. She's a trooper, man. She just hangs out. Poor girl. Oh, it's awesome, dude. It's a good hey, time. I she's have, the, she's I over have there dogs and cats and a kid who you love do. her. Yeah, they do. Yeah. She's over there enjoying that heater, and, and yeah. my back's getting cold. Oh, is it? Scared by the door. Stoke it. No, nah, man. It's 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 a lot of fun, dude. Yeah, it is, and I think it works with just two people because the more people who have their hands in it, it just gets yeah. you know it gets so mangled and. It becomes political at some point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't think in we, the truest sense the, of the word. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. We don't have that kind of thing. It's just like I it, think when you have two people that can clearly come together, and I think the biggest thing is what we're, we're technically, if you want to count the first song that's unreleased, we're eight songs in here, right? Yep. And when you look at that, at no point in time in these eight songs have we just had a massive disagreement. No, not at all. Over where we are. Because I think both of us come to the table with open minds to begin with. So even if it's not perfect in its current form, it doesn't mean it can't change. And it's, uh, I think the idea is never having any negativity yeah. surrounding it. And the more people that you put in, the more chance for drama. Yeah. And then the more chance for The more arm wrestling matches you'll have to have. That's for sure. Yeah, right. Yeah, and if y'all disagree, you just arm wrestle and, and smack it the out. winner wins. Yeah, you know, thankfully it hasn't come to that it has yet. Not. I can say that this is, I think that what Casey and I have done here is across all the things I've ever done, probably the healthiest collaboration. I think so too. And also, sure. I think the, for the most part, social media is proving a challenge in trying to weigh who does what yeah because it's hey i'm logged into the instagram now we're ready to rock and roll (laughs) there we are but outside (laughs) of that i feel like what a great thing about it is is everything that we do i feel like i've had someone who was right there doing it all with me instead of feeling like oh they came and did this and came and recorded but then whenever it came down to the meat and potatoes of it they just they bounced out so it feels like a partnership and and you know what's cool you know who we got a really kind of big time dude mastering our stuff which is super kind of cool that is true. That is cool. Yeah, have you heard of the band OK Go? I think so. You know, they're the, known the, for wacky. I won't say wacky. Uh, they're the, known the tr- for the over treadmill the top video. music videos. You ever seen the, the treadmill, treadmill music no. video? Um, Very popular on YouTube. Heard, like I, what? I want to say I've heard OK Go. Somebody said that to me. They're a great band. I mean, really, they yeah. have, they have a bunch of great. My music. wife would probably know who they are. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Well, anyway. Very, very popular band, and their drummer is a mixing uh, engineer and a mastering engineer. His name's Dan Kanopka. Dan Kanopka. 
and he is absolutely yeah, he's good amazing i it's, love him he's really great to work with real easy to work with and he sure. lets us I, I don't know it's it's he's also budget friendly I, yeah. like i oh, get yeah. that i had to tell someone the other day you know we spent r- roughly $1500 of our own money mm-hmm. to put this out yeah that's not too bad though you know what i mean cuz the way it sounds for sure and uh he does it real quick too he gets it back super he quick he does and it and not in a way that feels rushed yeah, no, he he does. He usually we have to send it back maybe once, maybe twice. Oh, it's not a big deal. Well, we can pull it up later. But anyway, they're real big for that treadmill video that was real big back in the day. They did the music video and they ran on the treadmills and like yeah, they were like jumping across them while playing guitar and stuff. They're really uh, interesting people. I think I, yeah, I you think probably I know saw a commercial. About, yeah, it's, it's those guys. Okay, yeah, it's those guys. Yeah, very big, and that's kind of their their stick. How did y'all get in touch with him? Oh, Brett did it. Yeah, this one, this one here. Let's see. Here it goes again. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I hey, couldn't remember the name of the song. Yeah, yeah. It's a good song. It is a solid it's song. A, it's, it's a rocking, rocking song. Yeah, this one. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's it's freaking. Is that you, the guy in the back, right? You can't help but yeah. watch it. Yeah, this this these guys. Such a good video too. Yeah, I know, right? It's entertaining. It is very entertaining. You know, this was at a time before these types of things were around. I think in a lot of ways they pioneered this type of. Yeah. Weird, interesting, uh, continuous shot video. And, and they yeah. kept doing that. And it's all DIY, too, so you got, you got to think yeah. how much money they I saved. I think the, the, uh, when this came out, the big thing was the continuous shot. Yeah, and they've kind of kept that going through. They have a new one where, uh, I can't remember the name of the song, but they're in a field, and there's a marching band, and, and they're wearing stuff, and Dan's actually got a drum, and he's hitting mm-hmm. and whatnot, and they're going through. And then they continue to walk into a field, and then they come into a big group. And what's great about that is seeing people have to be like ultra choreographed oh, and yeah. really tight. Cause it's like you know you got to get this yep. all in a single take without mm-hmm. messing up. And if you don't, we got to start all the way over. So it really makes everybody have to be uh, really on it. Yeah, I'm glad we don't have to do that. That's kind of like our commercial. <laughs> the I'm, greatest thing I'm, about what we do is just the uh, idea of like, oh, well, if it's not perfect, we could just cut in yeah. or restart I'm, this section even when we were shooting the music video. It was like, well, we messed up there, but we'll just restart that I'm section. telling you, making music videos is the most awkward thing on planet Earth. That's just for you. I think it'll be less awkward next time because we've got like a rapport. You yeah, know what I mean? I, I agree, and I want to do like um, – I want to do like a set. Okay. Like nothing nowhere did. Sure. With a not obviously not cramping on his style, but I mean, but, but watching what he did with the DIY and how simple it was. Oh yeah. 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 That would be super cool. Yeah. It's, it's set? Take the inspiration. Don't yeah, take yeah, the idea. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, what, was that the lights video? Lights. So it's a video. Uh, uh, the song's called lights. It's a short, great, simple song, but the music video was really simple in that he built like a five by five foot by five foot box or yep. something. And he just sat it. was in it. white laminate or something like that. And he just lined it out with LEDs to go in on him. And then it just essentially, they had a camera right in the opening and then just played around with some effects and moved it around. And it's weirdly interesting to watch. Is this it? Yeah. yeah. And they just, everything yeah, about the already colors. Trippy. He's, he's in the box right now, like with just different colors. So, Different color lights? Yeah. yeah. Well, the song's called Lights, obviously. So you set the tone. Oh, I, I wouldn't read. Yeah. You set the tone based off of the color, you know, and then you can play around oh, with effects. Oh, that's cool. So, see what he's in right now? That's just a little 5x5 five five box with LEDs around it. And it might have been bigger than that, but the idea been. is still there. It's just a cardboard box, and he's that's sitting inside of it with lights. Yeah, with strip lights. Yeah, and that's it. That's the whole video. 
And I think, you know, I didn't know that. The one thing about him... <laughs> and a bunch of Instagram filters. Yeah. <laughs> well, his thing uh, tends to be like doing it, playing into like the VCR kind of vibe and old television static look. Yeah. Um, uh, you might have to explain to the kids what a VCR is. <laughs> right. A lot of outdoor stuff because he's a real outdoorsy guy. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. Welcome to the Nothing Nowhere podcast, right? <laughs> it's almost like if you get us together in a room, you're going to hear a lot about Nothing Nowhere because it's. I would I would go as well, far as to say it's a I'm mild gonna, obsession for oh, both dude, of us. Dude, he's so good. Well, he's, I'm hey, always looking for he's new coming music to Dallas. To he's work. coming to Dallas on November eighth, and maybe, we're we're, we're, going, we're going for maybe sure. We get him on the show. Work be damned. If we can, if we can get him, hey, on our, we need to make a big ass billboard sign. It says you need to be what on you know what you know good podcast, and then we need to go to the Super Bowl whenever it comes back, and yes. then you know, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. what Hey, we look, need to do. He if we can there? get him on a song, which is already going to be a real challenge, <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, that would be so sick. <laughs> and going back to what I was talking about, it's not about anything other than just being able to look back, and reg- I don't even care if anyone else hears it. I would sit on a song all day long. Just to, and just know I did a song with nothing knowing. Dude, one hundred percent. That would be awesome. Would yeah, be even awesome. if even if well, no that's, one that's else like, heard it. You know, um, Casey knows I write poetry. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it would be fucking amazing. Uh, I know he's dead gone. I understand. You know, if I was to collaborate with Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Shit. Didn't, it, it, didn't he die in like a ditch? Or on the side of the road, uh, sidewalk. I know that he wasn't a wealthy was man. He wasn't. His no, work he, he wasn't appreciated. appreciated. He wrote poetry quite often. Yeah, his work wasn't as appreciated. I actually in got a really cool book as it is now about him for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, it's like his life story. Real interesting cat. You know what I mean, Mister Edgar Allan Poe. I love him, and uh, and it's it's interesting how in the time. I mean, I'm not going to say he had no acclaim. He clear he clearly did, but I think. His work, he's kind of one of those people, his work was appreciated further down the line because it's kind of like you don't um, understand the impact. That's actually in the book. It's like I art. Mean, he it's is, like art, too, uh, though, you know? He is just, I want to say just like every other poet, but not just like every other poet as far as his, his fame goes. Because oh, yeah. his fame did not basically kick in until he died. Well, and, you know, we're clearly sitting in a room with the ability to record all of this and then conveniently upload it to a place to where, at least technically exactly. speaking, someone in Japan could listen to this tomorrow. Yeah. That'd be awesome. And Thanks, Japan. I think the that big would thing, be freaking awesome, wouldn't it? When you look at, like, what, 1849, if you think about that, how hard it was to get your work out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was already a thing of where, like, you were challenged by being able to find an audience. And then I yeah, think... It was 100% word of mouth. Yeah, and it's just what it comes scripts. down to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, again, he can be appreciated in his time, but the bigger audience that you continue to find as it becomes easier to spread his work, I think that that's what ends up happening. Different cultures may have tapped into it uh, in a different way, and then you have people who live outside of the culture who view his work as kind of a peaking glass into their culture. So it's interesting. When you're in an area and you're part of it, it's like, you know, we don't look at something that's clearly American and think, oh, wow, look how American that is because it's life for us. Yeah. Well, but to, if we look at someone it. else's work that's from somewhere yeah. else, you'd be like, it's interesting. Watching their stuff makes me feel like I'm peeking into their culture. Yeah, to read about him and his parents and, and his lack of parents. And, uh, you know, I, di- I didn't realize he was adopted. Yeah, and I think uh, he well, had... And uh, technically, he wasn't adopted-adopted. Yeah. Uh, he was kind of... Uh, pseudo adopted yeah and i think you know there's there's clearly it's a different time but i think there was uh i think he had some situation where he was in a relationship with his cousin i think Jerry, there's Jerry something Lee in, lewis style man yes i think there was something about that i haven't gotten that far in the book but, yeah um 
Uh, it's been a while. I, I've I don't know what book you have, but I've read a book similar about his life. Right, and uh, I, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was because this has probably been ten years ago that I've read yeah, this. I, I, <laughs> I, I want to say there was a cousin relationship. I think it was a it, marriage. If it's not cousin, it's at least a familial relationship. I, I, he was in a cousin, relationship think, with some kind of family. Is member. what I'm thinking. Uh, I don't remember specifically, but I think it's cousin. And I'm trying to remember if it was a if it was like a consensual relationship or if it was more <laughs> push, you know. But the thing is, is that you can look back at times like that and just you have to go, well, it's different. That's what the times were. So you just kind of have to roll with it and say, you know, you can't look at Elvis marrying someone who was like what 14 when they got married. Yeah, I think she was 14. Yeah, yeah. that's that wasn't weird back then. You know, that that's very different. And you can still say the fact that he was probably in his 30s and marrying a 14 year old. Well, right. But that wasn't that weird at the time. You can view it yeah, differently now. True. It wasn't that weird at the time, but it was getting on borderline weird. <laughs> I mean, shit, 14 to 30. Really? It's, it's weird. It's but, you up. know, when you think back about some of the oldest relationships I know of people who are going back, it's like there's typically a 10, 15, 20 year age gap. Yeah. And it's like it's just. And it's it, and it, it wasn't it. it wasn't there was you know not much courting going on back then. It was mo- it was more of a um, hey you're the one I want or you're the you're going to go marry this dude or you know this that kind of thing. I it, mean yeah to a degree there's I mean it depends on how far back you go. That's absolutely true. <laughs> but I think you know the fact that people used to die when they were like forty two from like you know, it was hey yeah. here we are. It's like it doesn't it's not that weird to say that you started your life and and were married with kids who were probably a couple years old by the time you were 16. Right. You know, I mean, I this is potentially a hot take of an opinion, but I just think regardless of what society views now, we clearly go off of what society does. But whenever you look at the way that kids are treated now, people look at 18-year-olds and they go, well, they're just a kid. And I'm like, no, they're really not. They're, you know, the reason that we go through puberty when we go through puberty is because that's really us moving more towards adulthood. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean our brains are fully developed or whatever. Until you're 25. Yeah, but yeah. do you consider 25 the day that you magically become an adult? No, shit, absolutely no. not. So it, what are they? Hey, some society, 15-year-olds are adults, man. They got to go harsh through some lessons, shit, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Harsh lessons to be, need to yeah. be learned to and, be adults. And that's the difference, I think. We, you know, society as a whole has coddled people to where when you're 18, you typically don't know what to do for yourself. But not even 100 years ago, 14-year-olds had to do yeah they were for work, themselves. they were working in the coal mines and cooking dinners and or supper i'm potentially sorry, married supper. already yeah it's no just, for sure it's just different yeah it's fine it's society supper. as a whole all supper. agree at life no it's dinner dude <laughs> supper i get we are in that part of the country where it is supper it is supper. i call it dinner what do you You're call wrong. lunch do you call it lunch lunch or dinner lunch some people call it dinner i know some people call it dinner but some it's people, lunch. hold on hold back up some people call lunch dinner. Hundred percent. Yeah. Lunch, lunch or dinner, and then supper. And then supper is, is like supper. Dinner. Yeah. Hundred percent. I've looked it up. We'll watch it. Yeah. No, look, I looked it up one day because uh, uh, me and my wife had an argument about it one day. Is my own heritage? I'm I'm lost on. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Uh, so is it dinner or lunch? So yeah, like that's a, like they, why does it keep taking me to Yahoo? I'm telling you, man. I don't like you're it. Using the inferior search method. I guess. Um, I don't know where it was. I think the uh, I think the podcast computer needs some work, man. I think you're probably right. I tell you what, let's let's take a little break, yeah. And you can do what research you're looking looking to do. Yeah, we can do that. And um, we can talk about a sponsor real quick. Yeah, we can do a sponsor. Sponsor. Jesse loves this part. I love my sponsor. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll be right back. Casey, I know you don't drink, but have you ever heard of High West Whiskey, American Prairie Bourbon? Why? No, I haven't. Well, I tell you. This is some good stuff. Oh, yeah? Where'd you get it? I got this from our good friends over at Chubby Cheeks Liquor. 
They offer the largest selection of fine wine, spirits, and craft beers in Texarkana, including High West Whiskey with the antelope on it, American Prairie Bourbon. Wow, it's no wonder they've been voted best in Texarkana two years in a row. Yep. Their staff is knowledgeable and friendly. They make planning your special events super easy and hassle-free. I know all about the headaches that come along with planning those special events. I'm glad they've got my back. That's why I personally go for all my fine wine spirits needs. It's also conveniently located off of I-30 at 820 Realtor Road, Texarkana, Arkansas. If you're looking to wow the neighbors at your Super Bowl party or need to entertain the who's who in your town, choose Chubby Cheeks Liquor for all your fine wine and spirit needs. And really, tell them Mr. Jesse sent you. And we're back from the break. Hello. How's everyone? Thirsty. Yeah, I heard that. Well, tell you know us what, tell yeah, us what you got, We're man. sitting there on the break, and I got thirsty, so. Yeah. Uh, we have we have a, a pint of High West Whiskey American Prairie Bourbon. This is a blend of straight bourbon whiskeys uh, bottled by High West Distillery, Park City, Utah. Oh, Utah. Yeah, batch number 20D29. 46% alcohol by volume. Uh, I don't have a proof. No proof this time, but uh, it's. I don't think it's as strong as the last one you had. No, I seriously doubt it's. It's really uh, light colored. Um, the bottle is really badass. It's. It's. You said it's got it's, antelope it on it. Looks like a blown bottle. You know how a glass uh, blown bottle? Yeah. Yeah, glass blown. Is, it's got the bubbles in it and stuff. Oh yeah. The bottle's pretty badass. It's corked and everything. Hey, and we have a, a guest sipper. Y'all have heard us uh, pick on Robin here and there. Um, so she's going to sip with me tonight because uh, my two wonderful bandmates don't sip. So that's cool. We don't slip. How lips. many days have it been? How many days have I been uh, without Hold the, shit. Without the drink? It is a total of 636 days. Fuck yeah, dude. One Give, year, eight knuckle months. Knuckle me up on that. Three that's weeks, right, so four days. It's almost two, almost two years, man. Coming up on it. Wild shit, right? It's wild, right. dude. From yeah. when I from when I met Casey, oh yeah, as like an official meeting because yeah. I was semi obsessed with his band in high school. Yeah, uh, and then whenever I officially met him and wasn't you know a a raging teen, <laughs> um, raging, huh? I was like, man, Casey really puts it back. Yeah, I used to like the beer, man. <laughs> hey, don't let Cyrus eat the wires. Okay, he's eating the wires. All right, don't let him eat the wires. All right, Robin, grab your glass. Let's let's toast to uh, experiences. Exactly. Experiences. Well, what do you think? How you like it? <laughs> well, <laughs> is it smooth? Well, one of these faces is thinking it's smooth. The yeah, other one's looking is, a little. Uh, uh, that is fucking nice. Is it, it finishes weird. Is it something you would recommend to the to the listeners? Definitely sip this. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, if that's you're a, a bourbon man, that's right? a sitting by if you're the a fire. Bourbon man, yeah, sitting by the fire on a cold, this rainy is a night. sitting by the fire with a with a cigar. Oh, yeah, we um, should do that, man. We should sit and just smoke some cigars. You know, I do enjoy that every once in a while. Yeah, her, you're over here recovering, huh? That'd be a real good time. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Robin liked it much. You hey. play cards? Do you play yeah. poker? Yeah, we got a poker game coming up. Well, well, we'll have to just. Uh, uh, yeah, come on, I'm down. I'll let you know. Do that. It's so, obviously it's obviously no cash because you can't gamble in Texas. That's I don't illegal. know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so High West Whiskey with the uh, – is that an antelope? What is that? Is that an antelope? Is Let me that see. a um, – A stag? 
No, yeah, it's, it's definitely not a stag. Looks like an Impala. Yeah, Impala. that's what I was thinking. Impala. Really, yeah. It looks like an Impala. Um, not 100% sure that's an Impala. Well, why would it be if it's what? <laughs> Utah? <laughs> Utah? Yeah, do they have Impalas in Utah? I'm pretty sure I really don't a, think so. Are you, yeah. are you sure? I mean, I don't know. I can tell you one fun fact about Utah. People who live there are called Utahns. Utahns? Yeah. Not Utes. Okay, that, no, that's Utes, a shitty Utes fact. Was, Utes Utahns, was the... That's um, a shitty fact. Hey, blame, hey, blame public school. I can, that's a fifth t- grade I can take fact. a picture of this, was and it? I can search it on my phone. Utes, Utes was like the uh, Native that? Americans can y'all's phone from there, that? right? Your, yours can. Let's see. Okay, Robin, what do you think? Let's see where Impalas are native to. I'm not a fan. Not a fan at all? Just say something. It took Jesus. everything in her to get that out. Hey, she <laughs> is so sitting here, she's here waving me off. Dude, I'm not fucking talking. <laughs> but it 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 is um I don't enjoy it as much as I did the first two. Yeah. Yeah. Um old granddad was better to me. So it wouldn't be something you would re- you would rec- you would recommend the granddad. I would recommend over? it if you're a bourbon drinker and you like to sit and sip. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were buying them, I would. I think I would go with the old granddad first. All right. What are you? What well, are good. you doing? I'm glad you. Uh, signal. Gotta signal. Get, gotta get that signal. Do you need me to open the internet? The internet door. It's the weirdest thing that you have to have I that know, door right? cracked. To, you need to get that. I mean, just as, as soon as you open the door, six inches. So all the internet you need. Impal- six inches is all I need too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> So impalas are are uh, native to Africa. Okay, give me a picture. That's what I need to see. And a picture of an impala. So that we can guarantee what this is. This right is not there. an impala. That's an impala. No, this is not an impala. Okay, it's not. No, no. not an impala. Let's see. That's some kind of deer, man. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. Well, good. <laughs> I was hoping you had a picture of a Chevy Impala. Okay. <laughs> Six. Like, I don't impala. think it looks very similar, man. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not an impala. So Brett. I'm gonna see if I can figure it out. What up? Um, so you have a um, a foundation that you would like to talk about? I do. Um, so I guess it's good to go ahead and get into that, huh? Uh huh. Yeah, let's do it. So Arkansas Children's is clearly, I think everyone should know what that is. It's a children's hospital that does a lot of great work helping kids with cancer and all sorts of issues. Uh, it's a great place. I know a ton of people who have been had to take their kids there, which of course is an unfortunate situation, but it's made all the better mm-hmm. by the fact that when they leave, they're nice and good and healthy. Uh, one of the things I really like is that they are one of the places, and I like that they're doing it for kids, so I think that there's a place for it across all age groups. They do what's called music therapy, okay, and it helps with kids who have problems expressing themselves that could manifest themselves in issues whenever they're growing up. So it's a good way to teach them to use music as a tool of what I basically use music for to release yeah, yeah, and kind of be able to express yourself and also kind of filter through feelings that you're not quite sure of until you put them onto something, you project them onto something and kind of give it a way to work through. So I really like that. And there's also other things. I mean, music therapy can be helped for physical therapy. Yeah. Uh, There's clearly, I think everyone knows there's the idea of going to the gym and having your gym music. It's like, it's a quintessential experience. It's like, you know, when I'm in the gym, I want to get a feeling Mm -hmm. and I need this feeling to kind of boost. So it's a great thing. And of course, is this something that works with uh, local music? Like uh, school bands and stuff. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, uh, I've n- I've not seen that they do that. Typically, what they do, and actually, one of the things that Arkansas Children's has is the ability to have patients. Right now, it's only a small group, but uh, kids who are in or patients in general can rent out uh, little 
they have guitars and ukuleles and stuff like that and you can get one and actually have it that way someone who's there can play it the kid can learn how to play yeah, it that's cool and use it as just a means to piddle around and express themselves which is cool but they also get people who are musicians to come in and go throughout the rooms and kind of work with people that's, that's, alongside that's really artists. cool yeah it's a it's a cool it's one of those things where some people might consider it something like you know Oh, it's not real medicine. It's just, but you know, they say it helps. They say it helps. Like they've done studies on music. Music is, is music's very important. Physical, but it is a real medicine. Yeah. I mean, you know, they look at, and this is a little bit off of that, but they look at the effect that music can have on uh, uh, Alzheimer's patients and people who are going through dementia and different forms Mm -hmm. of that. And it can really be a strong tie to getting people to remember certain things and level back down and it can be a big extreme source of happiness and that's awesome you know when you have people who are very deeply lost into certain forms of alzheimer's you're dealing with the ability to kind of have them tap into something that can calm them down is amazing i mean you know that's a that can help caregivers as well because that's a big thing with that i mean you want to look at something yeah that seems to be the uh, um uh, a, a really big issue with Alzheimer's is, yeah. you know, caregivers uh, needing help, needing oh, need yeah. assistance, uh, physically, mentally, uh, emotionally. Yeah. Um, and a know. lot of people can't afford it. Right. So that's, you know, if we want to look at something local, there's Alzheimer's Alliance, which is yep. Yeah, we've, uh, we've amazing. We've done yeah, them we've a couple several times. Guests, several guests. Yeah. I, I figured that's why I, I was like, I'm not going to go with the one that's Im- most immediate to us. Yeah. But yeah, Alzheimer's Alliance is that's, a good That's cause. what we're doing. The Yeah, the, uh, the over the, uh, over over the, the edge. edge thing. Oh, nice. We're, we're yes. actually putting yeah, together a team for that this yeah, year gonna, to raise a thousand dollars so we can go nice. over the edge, man. It'll be super cool to do. Nice, yeah, that's good. So, so um, uh, your your charity would be Arkansas, Arkansas Children's, Children's. Yep. right? Yes. And do you have a link for that? Um, I don't, but I can get you one. That's I mean, right. You know, he's he's on it right here. Yeah, that's right. It's a it's arch it's archildrens.org is the go. site archildrens.org and there's a lot of ways that you can you can offer to volunteer if you're in an area mm-hmm. where you can do that of course money of course is always the the big helper but casey can you pull up a donation link i sure can what is always great about those is i love when you have the ability like when people are just you go to these and it's like hey we also want you to help you don't have to be made right. of money to make a difference in exactly life. and and a lot of people think you know uh charity they associate that instantly with you know i got to give them some money and that's not that's not true. You know, Casey and I, um, we are going to hook up with uh, uh, Harvest Foods, and mm-hmm. we're going to donate our time. Yeah, time. yeah. Um, we've yeah. already offered to donate our travels. Mm-hmm. Uh, if somebody needs a ride, whatever, you know. We'll, yes, yeah. we will do what we can to get them a ride, give them a ride, whatever. Yeah, and um, and even with no money involved, exactly. you know, you can change someone's life right. drastically. Yes, and it's it's a great. You thing. know, it's, it's not always a financial thing. It, it give you yourself. You know. Don't be sticking to mud, you know? It's <laughs> well, my favorite. The other thing I like is, you know, uh, one way I think is you can really change the way you view things and the way that you can help other people is something small, you know. Th- there's times where you go and get breakfast that you didn't really need or you go excessive and you go, you know what? $5 I could have spent towards a McGriddle I can d- donate to Arkansas Children's. It doesn't have to be a large dollar amount. $5 right. can help, you know. I mean, every little bit, it's it's just about getting that built up to where you give five dollars. If the other person can give five dollars, you build up a great thing. It's kind of like, even though those have been kind of made funny, but it's you know the for pennies a day. Yeah, yeah. but it's true. That, well, yeah, it's true. When Wes was on last time, he was talking about Harvest Texture County. Yeah. Said one one dollar makes five meals. Yeah, I mean that's that's <laughs> a those, huge yeah, difference. Hundred percent. So, uh, I think that's a lot of the uh, um, issue the the mental issue with people who who think. Oh, I got to give money, but it's not. Who's it really going to help if I give a dollar? You know, um, 
just like Wes said with Harvest Food, you give a dollar, five freaking meals. Yeah. And then five. think about that. The average person is lucky enough around here to be able to give something like five. Can you imagine giving 25 meals for what you'd normally spend on yeah, one? Yeah, no shit. Mm-hmm. No shit. Yeah. It's okay. You can, so you can donate Ka- toys Casey's and gifts also. Up, yeah. Casey's pulling up. Um, if you want to financially uh, donate, um, it's pretty simple. They have you a can go to Arkansas Children's. Uh, archildchildrens.org Child, and, and there's a link right there on the on the page mm-hmm. uh, um, pretty simple standard you just choose what you, you want know, you, you can, can even donate, donate a toy you can donate money mm-hmm. uh, time 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 is you know the more we do this Casey the the more charities we talk about the more charities we look at and everything um, it really seems like the most important part of it is people giving time yeah you know time is more valuable than any dollar sign any monetary uh amount sorry the dogs (laughs) darn Um, podcast papa any material object that you could carry up there or whatever yeah it's true i mean you know the, the big thing is that realistically time is the one finite thing that everyone understands right because we and you, all and, experience and your time it. may not may not include you know being at a location doing something yeah your time may be carrying something to a spot dropping it off and leaving and it's crazy even if it's not your stuff you can even work it out to where it's like oh that's one minute for where i'm going anyway mm-hmm. you know or, yeah. or oh can i pick this person up and take them two minutes down the road exactly. where i was already going to go yeah oh yeah 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 i mean give somebody a ride yeah, you know, you here in Texas, for some reason, um, freaking uh, panhandlers are stupid right now. Man, they're out of control. I but, bought one food one day. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, every once in a while, um, you know, I'll I'll stop and give my time to one of them. Yeah, my time being, you know, maybe just a conversation. It may be a dollar or two. It may be, you know, hand them a soda at the at the window. But my favorite thing to do, and, and I really I like it because it's you get really great responses sometimes even something as simple as just going around with bottles of water oh yeah yeah and just when you look out and be like hey man here's this it's something right even a bottle of water and a bag of like a small snack bag of chips or something i I think i tend to find that i'm more willing i still help people even when they ask for money sometimes because i'll look and i'll be like you know i actually do have five dollars i'm probably gonna waste it might as well let somebody right. else. Yeah, yeah I, I the chance exists that they could be wasting yeah. it, wasting it, or they could be using it for something really important for what their lifestyle currently is. Right. But you know, I've had a guy come up to me the other day, and I just appreciated how cut and dry he was. He walked up to me, kind of just did that, and it, you can almost tell he didn't expect me to roll my window down, but I did. He said, "Look, man, I just got a jail today," and he he really <laughs> did look yeah. like I, I could see it even and he's like i just got out of jail today i've not eaten a real meal outside of jail food in you know in months he's like would you be okay not even a mile down the road there was a sonic he said would you be okay meeting me at that sonic and just buying me some food i happen to have five dollars on me i was like look man i'll just give you the money i appreciate that you were giving me the opportunity to go you know i, I like that when someone's like hey i'm hungry yeah will you just go buy me food it's, it's because it's, it's a clear like I'm not trying to get money out of you. I'm not trying to get anything out of you that's Right. You feel vague. better about giving them money and yeah. not worrying about whether they're going to buy and I normally you know, go, alcohol or drugs or whatever. Yeah, and even if the chances, you know, I think I've had one guy who was like, can I get some money? I was like, I won't buy you money, but the, behind this gas station is McDonald's. I'll go in there right now. And he's he was like, you know, I've got five kids. I was like, let's go in here. I'll get you. And hey. the girls at that McDonald's know me pretty well. So I walked in and 
ordered. He, I said, how much do you want? He's like, really? I said, yeah. He said, 10 double cheeseburgers. Okay. You got it, dude. Uh, Fuck yeah. yeah. It's 10 bucks. Yeah. And a buddy of mine, he, he, would, uh, he told me one time, he said, he, talk, he stopped and talked to the panhandler, and he told him, he said, look, I, I'm not going to... I'm not going to give you any money, but I will gladly put you in my truck, take you to that Waffle House right over there, Feature. and, and buy you whatever mm. you want. Smothered, covered, and, loaded, oh, capped. Oh, fuck Ooh. yeah. That sounds so good. Mm. Man, we might have to go to dinner after I'm, this. I'm not, I'm not doing carbs right now, so. Oh. Um, I am. I know you I are. Am. If you couldn't tell. Yeah. I'm but, uh, yeah, he, you, he said, you know, he, he sat and talked to that guy, bought him dinner. Um, I, won't, I won't talk about some of it, because some of it bothered me, but. Um, you know, instead of just giving them, yeah, take them and do. Well, that's true too. And I also think this is the downside is that those are the easy ways to help, right? Feeding. And then if you do have the money and you feel like I would waste it anyway, let's just give it to them on the off chance they do something good with it. That's good. Right. But I think what's way worse is that it's so seemingly, I might even say it's really hard, but it's so seemingly hard and it's so out of what you'd expect to be like, well, what do they really need? Like, you know, they need, they need their own source of income. Realistically, how can you help them get to that point? What do you, what resources no, do you have? Give them a ride over the workforce them? center. Yeah. Give yeah. them, you know, Hey, what can I do to help you? you know, do I have some clothes that are decently nice looking that you could get so you could try and get a job? Do you know it's of just, a job that they might be able to apply yeah, for? Do you already know? Like, Hey, I know this place is hiring and they'd be willing to hire someone of, you know, who may be in a position like you yeah. may even know some place that can temporarily house you while you're doing this. But it's because of the fact that money is the thing that you can just give and go, well, now you can do what you want to. Yeah, the tangible it's material. Tangible. Well, and it's convenient. Yeah, it's convenient. Even even just going down the street and buying someone food is convenient. It's yeah, much more of, convenient to go. A lot of people go, will go out of their way for money to help out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, They it's, think it's the easiest way out. Yeah, it is. And that's I think for a lot of people, it's just about getting on with the rest of their mundane lives and not realizing Man, I, that to I've, this person, I've you taking the five up. seconds to actually do something more than just hand them money and be, or be like, here's a cheeseburger. Like, those are good things. They clearly need to eat. But yeah. can you imagine how great it must feel for someone to really stop and be like, what can I do to help you? Yeah, yeah sure. I mean, I've, man, I've picked people up. I've, I've, ta- I've, carried, I've carried people from um, Leary here to New Boston. I've uh, oh she he I, being cute. I picked up I picked up a man and his dog one time and carried him to the Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wasn't giving up his dog. I told oh yeah, him, you know, hey, look, you riding back of the truck. Um, go ahead and throw your dog back there. He was like, he was most concerned about his dog. Oh yeah, dude. I was like, no, that's dude, his best friend. Put man. your dog back there too, man. I'll I'll take you wherever you need to go. Yeah. Um, you know, I I got no problem going out of my way for people, but th- the biggest problem with people today is convenience just like you said yeah. you know if if it's more convenient than for them to give you a, give somebody five dollars yeah and even money and can not be, know what they do with it even money you can find a way to use money in a way that wasn't extremely convenient for i you. would rather go out of my way and ensure that they get the help that they mm-hmm. seem to need yeah than to just hand them whatever yeah and they go and do yeah whatever well like a good example <clears throat> is a guy was sitting out and he had a dog with him and the dog, you know, it, it, you can almost tell the guy was almost always thinking of the dog eating before himself, which is tends to be the case. You know, that's their companion. Yeah. Yep. And this guy, one time, I was driving on the interstate. I was going to do something that wasn't timed. I didn't need to do it at that particular moment. So he had a sign that just said, looking for dog food. And I, I was stopped in a heartbeat. I, I immediately went 
turned all the way around from where I was going, went to the Walmart, grabbed a big 40-pound bag of dog food, went back, handed it to the guy. Well, see, now you gave him a hassle because now he's got to carry a 40-pound <laughs> bag of dog food. He had other people Damn. with him, thankfully. <laughs> but I told him, I was like, hey, man, this could keep your dog here, here for we'll, a while. We'll spread this out between 10 pounds a piece. And then buddy. I went and got him some Wendy's. I was like, I want you to eat, too, because we were it was right there at the yeah, interstate. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, I'm going to get this dog food. I'm going to hook your dog up, and then I'm going to hook you up. <laughs> but yeah. I like that because I was like, you're not even asking for yourself. And, of course, you can you can use these things as ruses to try and get you something yeah. better out of it too but well, i mean i mean a lot of a lot of the panhandlers you see around you know they're working in teams sure oh yeah you know, i i'll go ahead and tell you Shifts. my buddy who <laughs> no 100 yeah, i'm a uh, thousand so, percent yes my buddy um that picked up the guy that took him to waffle house yeah you know in a conversation he told him he said look i don't need to go to work i make more than minimum wage sitting on the, this bridge begging for money so there's a guy that is in new york a homeless guy and he is he's like really smart and he has figured out which intersections to go to at what points in the day and and he dude the dude said he makes like 70 grand a year 70 80 grand a year and he just panhandles all day and he actually teaches other homeless people like he let see that holds classes or whatever and he's like dude i make like 100 grand a year 70, 70 to 100 grand a year. The upside, like the silver lining there, is that he teaches people who actually need it yeah. a way to actually get to where hopefully the other homeless person can be like, hey, I've made the I've made you know twenty thousand dollars this year. This is all the money I needed to get me a temporary. But that's spot. bullshit. That that is bullshit. Sure, it is. What happened? What happened to the Texarkana mandate against? panhandling they're working on it right now like there's a no the, it passed a while back but yeah. it seemed like it went away well it's just, i mean you know I mean, it's also covid you know i mean you're dealing with a time where fuck that it's bullshit i mean i'm not saying you're wrong but you know on the off chance that someone can actually get to a point where they get eight hundred dollars by panhandling and they can use that to give them one month worth of rent at a place mm-hmm. that's all bills paid and then they can use that to be like i have an address i can now apply for a job i can now do all these things that eight hundred dollars that they made by just sitting on the side of the road may actually end up changing their lives for the better. But you always have to deal with the, the people who go, "Wait a minute, I can make eight hundred dollars on the side of the road. Exactly, I'm just going to do you this know, for the rest it, of my life." And and it's up to us to figure out in that instant, you know, when we inter- we interact with someone right there on the panhandling on the side of the road, it's up up to us in that instant to figure out: Do they really need it? Do they not need it? Are they just trying to make a buck? You know, it kind of fucks us. Well, it makes you, it's one of those things that messes with your ability to feel charitable because you think of the times that you've actually known that you've been, like somebody pulled one over on you, and it just makes you not want to do it. So then you got this guy right here. Um, He makes, I make $100,000 a year pretending to be a handicapped. Beggar reveals the shocking con he uses to trick people. Okay, I tell you what, let me catch a motherfucker getting in his car. That's pretty shitty, dude. Let me catch a motherfucker getting in his Lexus after begging a dollar off of me. So you know what's crazy here? How is this a smart play? First of all, to reveal what you look like, yeah. do an expose about what you do yeah. to make money, and then you expect to go back on the street and people not be like, hey, I saw you on the internet. You well, he's mm-hmm. probably banked enough that he doesn't have to go back on well, the apparently, street. Apparently, uh, he, he was awarded $2.4 million in a lawsuit uh, when he had a, to a motorcycle accident in 1993. Oh, they spent it all. His family spent it all. His name is, what's this guy's name here, this piece of crap? <laughs> Gary Thompson. He's from Texas. But Everybody he, tell Gary He Gary looks Thompson like a good old boy. You does, see though. that face? He looks like Roger Goodell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, post, I posted like a picture Goodell. years back. It was probably, uh, th- I don't know, three or four years back 
Um, I pulled up on State Line on the south side of the interstate. This, there's a dude in a wheelchair panhandling. And then as he's sitting there, I swear to you, pulls out his cell phone and answers the phone call. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Now the cell fucking kidding me. The cell phone thing's weird because you know now it's so easy to get a free cell phone mm-hmm. that it's almost like it can't be unless it's just like how did this person get an Apple iPhone twelve <laughs> on the side of the road? Well, you got to think if they're making eight hundred dollars a day, you know, well, that's no shit. Some of it's also you see it and you go, wait a minute, but you know they could have bought that phone and then everything went downhill afterwards. You're, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I think this guy was pretty far along the wheelchair uh, yeah. begging portion of it you could be right about that but see i mean you know i had an interesting situation that kind of plays into this so there is an organization in texas canada that takes people who were once inmates and they work with them and give them jobs going around and they schedule for them to do people's yards and cut their grass and whatnot so they can get them back into the habit of working get them money they get a percentage of it the rest goes to the organization and um that way they can pay to house the people and whatnot and I had a guy who came to my house, and he said, hey, I'll do it. And that same night, I said, you know, I had not mowed my yard in a little bit. I was going to do it tomorrow, but I can just pay him to do it. Did it. He did a great job. Came back like a week later and was like, hey, do you have anything that you can do? I was like, not this week. I'm good. And he's like, well, would you would you be okay with me borrowing your mower so that I can do your neighbor's yard because she's no. going to pay me? And I was at first I said, yeah, because he, did, he didn't do anything last time. Yeah, but I was out there. Then my mom came and dropped my niece off. And so I ended up spending more time paying attention to Denise, and suddenly Your my mower's gone. gone. Yeah. And, you know, I, I ended up calling the place, and it turns out he did work for them for a very small period of time, and then he just kept going rogue and going and telling people he worked for them and was just doing it on the back end so he could create opportunities to get paid for it, keep all the money, <laughs> and then also have opportunities See, to pe- take the mower. People yeah. like that that, you know, use information and, and resources like that it's are terrible. just pieces of shit. Yeah, I agree. yeah, but you know, the thing is, is I, I told the guy I called and I didn't end up taking him up on it because I felt bad. You know, I just, I asked if he knew so I could try and get my mower back. Uh, since then, I've got an electric mower and let me tell you, it's the fucking bomb. Hell yeah. Why I why I ever used a you gas a, mower. You got a millennial mower, huh? I do, I, I, it's still a push mower, but that motherfucker cuts <laughs> and it's got a light on it. I can cut and at fucking 12 a.m. You're not no cutting one at know. 12 a.m. Yeah, we, dude, we've got... Uh, I, cut, of, I cut at 1045. We've got Did one of those really? battery... Yeah, and it was dead silent. And got you got one of those battery uh, weed eaters. Yeah. That's prime time. They're so light, I, I'm thinking about... Get, the, the wife does all the weed eating at the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because my back and everything. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting her one of those dude, battery power they, they work. They're lighter. They're they, They're super light. They work yeah. fine. I had a gas one, and I gave it away. It's cause as soon as I got that, that electric mower, I said, oh, no. Yeah, I'm going all electric, back. buddy. <laughs> I've got electric pole arm. I've got electric everything. Just down the road here, there was a guy that had a robot mower. Dude, yeah. He I does. Every, every time, every time yeah. we drive by, we'd see this thing just, just doing its Up thing down, all man. by itself. Yeah. And my wife's like, So that's the silver that's lining. Nice. I got a better <laughs> mower out of it. But the, the people with the organization, after I called them and asked, he's like, yeah, we've gotten reports. He gave me all the information. I went and filed a police report. Uh, and then I kind of just, I kind of just dropped it all because I was like, it's not going to go anywhere. The cop even said it's basically not going to be able to go anywhere. Oh yeah. But the the person behind the organization said, you know, we'll send a group out and we'll cut your yard like three or four times to make up for the lost uh, equipment amount. And at first I was like, oh okay. And then it was scheduling problems and whatnot. And then I kind of stopped. I was like, I don't really need this. I can mow my own yard. I've got a new mower now. But I told him first off, I said it, it's just it's unfortunate that someone's going out and doing this because even me. This has shook me enough to where it 
I, every time someone comes up with a story, it shakes your faith. I can't, yeah, I, you know, I can't just look and be like, oh, I'm going to do this great thing for a person nearly as easily as I could. I'm trying not to become jaded. So I'm, it's just, I'm going to be more careful while also trying to help people who actually may that's, need help. That's the hard, that's the hard thing about hard balance. Know, today's society is, is, you know, your faith being shook, uh, worried about f- feeling jaded, sure, you know, and really wanting to do for, you know, those around you. It, it's a struggle. It's it is. a major struggle. Yeah. And it's unfortunate in a place like where we live, he, you know, the first day he came, he was talking to me and they're a Christian based organization and that's fine. That's cool. And he was talking to me about everything and saying how being in prison, that stuff helped him. And then he asked me, he's like, do you believe? And I'm an honest person. So I was like, you know, I don't, but that's cool. I was like, you know, I don't mind. I think that it's a good thing that you do. And he goes over this big thing and then later comes on to do this. And I was like, see, this is the problem. You have the potential to shake people's faith, mm-hmm. legitimate yeah, 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 religious yeah. faith by doing this. Yeah. All I lost was faith in humanity. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, a little bit. Thankfully, not all. But I was like, you know, my neighbor, who was a very devout Christian, I was like, you know, you, you are just going around and using this. And thankfully, you know, you'd hope that these people are strong enough in their beliefs to not let that shake them to the core. But the fact that it's even being an opportunity is nuts it's it is. really unfortunate exactly. it's wacky and yeah. I, I hate to change this up did you just pull that up or? i did oh yeah we're gonna win today boys so did, is the, that tonight's numbers that's tonight's numbers yeah it's already oh, no nah, i don't know if it's happened yet but anyway oh uh, yeah it is actually that's, that's so january 19th right that's What's oh today? yeah no it has a happy it happens at 10 oh, 10 shit. o'clock you got 12 minutes well, anyway i was gonna bring this up because uh the last time that the mega millions or whatever it was was at a billion dollars um I was actually doing a podcast when the numbers were. were <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, it was. It was uh, Cody and I were doing. It was one of the first episodes of the Talking Shed podcast, and uh, it was at a billion dollars. And I was like, "How fitting!" That's crazy. So hopefully, I win. The, I didn't. I didn't win that time. Obviously, <laughs> so we can win today. Yeah, we can win today, man. Yeah, I like Jesse's thing of I'm just gonna walk in and just give everybody money. That's yeah. exactly what I I'm do. I'm gonna just make do it, it in my underwear. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be in my underwear and I'm gonna have red pasties on my. Red pasty tassels on my nipples. Oh, that the moment that we win this, we're about to start. We're about to start churning out music. Yes, we're gonna spend all day doing it. We're gonna. I don't even care. We're just gonna straight up pay for the features. Hey, you can, yeah, dude. You definitely could for sure. Oh, we could start yeah. our own record label. That'd be awesome, dude. I'm telling. Even if you had, so you know, even if you did a million dollars, if you did a million dollars correctly, oh, you could literally well, see, not that, work that, again. That's what I've been talking to everybody. You know. There's been many, many, many million to two, three, four, five million dollar winners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all broke now. Broke, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they thought, oh fuck, I got all this money, spend, 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 spend. Mm-hmm. None of them went. Oh, what can I make money off of by buying into what? It's also this thing of like where you've you've got to buy like an extravagant house, an extravagant no, car. I think that. about it, and of Shit. course it's easy to say, right? I'm but super happy where I'm at. The goal I'm would be like pay, pay off. off my current car, one hundred percent. My house is paid off. I'm very lucky. So you know, do any kind of remodeling to my house that needs to be done because my house is very old. Like rewiring it, I'm good. My house is fine. Mm-hmm. I like my house. The moment after that, I'd be like, what rent property can I buy? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah you know, property. Property. Where I'm at right now, I got investment. You know, Make I got your money five acres. For you, man. I'm gonna try and acquire a few more acres. Yeah, I'm gonna buy some cows. You know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm exactly. gonna do something what that's gonna you... pay me back. Exactly, but you know, some people can't look past their nose. They're just but like with, <gasps> with 
nine hundred yeah. plus million cash options got to be like what seven seven fifty I think six fifty seven I think it was somewhere around there. Oh you man, live, you could literally just live off interest, man. I I guarantee y'all will see my ass walking in my underwear handing out thousand dollars. I like that because it's like, hey, we've all been doing this. We've all been here, yeah. and oh, I'm just yeah. going to share this wealth. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I think everybody has that. Well, what would you do if you won the lottery? Obviously, Mr. Jesse's going to just underwear walk and just make it I rain. I mean, does anybody – nobody doubts I'm going to do it. So. I, I, know, I know you would do it. I just met you today, and I don't doubt it at all. <laughs> Fucking heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's why I say, like, you know, for me, I know, I know myself would. well enough that there's times where I have a large amount of money, and I'm even then I'm like – Man, I don't know. I, I don't really know what I... I don't want to waste money on anything. I mean, it's a lot easier to want to waste money when, you know, $4,000 is a percentage. I guess if you had... I guess if you had... Man, if you had that much money, you're like, I'm going... Dude, you would have so many cars. I, I mean, okay. I think know, I would. I, we I, talked about it a little I bit before we started, buy. right? I would buy a place downtown to be the new podcast studio for me. Oh, I would definitely. probably buy something big enough that I'd be able to let I'd probably other do people a multi, come in a multi multi studio and, and I would try and make I would try and get it to where Texarkana could actually get people to be interested in will doing you, it come in and then you could eventually make this place like a hey multimedia place we used to have a mm-hmm. pretty decent recording studio here yeah uh, I don't I don't think it's still smart still there I think, I think smart still there is it yeah they're they're solid they I mean they're well priced they're they do well, put out good productions for the most part yeah after you know seven hundred fifty million I would have top of the motherfucking line. Oh, 100%, dude. Y'all bitches out of business. I, I would open, you. I would buy the biggest building I could find downtown and I would open an Alamo draft house so, here in a fucking oh, yeah, a heartbeat. Cool. So, what, I, so speaking of like um, opening up like I'd, a, I'd open a bourbon house. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah, definitely could. So speaking of like doing like a podcast studio or something like that, what do you think people would pay for that? Since it's just so easy to do it, you're, you know, do it by yourself. Well, what I'd say is, I mean, I would come in, first of all, I'll clearly have the money. Yeah. I would come in but competitive just in an, in an effort to try and get people interested in interested it. in the idea so that people and, know that they can do more. Just like us, they'd be looking for, you know, soundstage. Well, and think about it this way. You come in. All I can say is this is what you pay every month. All the equipment's here. You come. The mics are all already yeah, here. Okay, already yeah, yeah, in. yeah. yeah. Be, yeah. There's and, a convenience I mean, if, if it wasn't it, uh, and, if it wasn't and you'd be able to do shop, video and stuff, too. We, yeah. We'd still be bouncing sound off our my, Your walls my, too, yeah. my blankets and rugs mm-hmm. and shit that I put over the kitchen table. Yeah. Well, we, we're fine now that we got better microphones. Yeah, true. But, I mean, c- could you imagine still sitting at my kitchen table? I can. It'd be warm. I think <laughs> the thing about getting that kind of money, right, is that making, heat there. making moves that allow people to stop for a second and be like, this is a reasonable enough way for me, and it's also close and convenient because convenience plays a part in all of yeah, our lives. Yeah, 100%. To be like, I can actually try something that I've always thought I might like. That's true. Uh, yeah, and that way you're not wasting money and you yeah, know, and buying the, all the equipment. And this isn't exactly convenient because uh, you got pretty fucking lost. <laughs> yeah, well, we are out here nowhere, which is awesome. Because the land's beautiful and it's awesome, and I can go shoot whenever we, I want. You know, we need to get a, si- a walk like a out sign. mid podcast. We need to get a sign. Have you listened to the podcast? Uh, yes, twice. We need to get a sign like a <laughs> one we put out for podcast days and be like, "It's here." You know what I mean? Like, just hey, keep going till you see the sign. I'll talk. I'll talk to Ray. Yeah, I was that. just about to say that. Yeah. I'll talk to Ray. Yeah, we just need just something I mean, we put out there on it, on Fridays. We hook each other up. Oh yeah. Well, we I'll need a banner. We de- we definitely need a banner if we're gonna you know start doing especially for the jeep ride. We set up our table, have our banner oh, yeah. that people, and for the. Uh, um, we're gonna have to come off with some money. I know, man. We can do it. We'll talk. We'll talk about. We'll it talk later. about it later for sure. 
Behind the scenes, right? Behind the scenes, yeah, baby. That's what I want. I mean, you know, I don't understand why most people who end up winning the lottery, it seems like their go-to thing is not to just adjust their life to where they can spend their day doing what they want to do that doing something that makes them happy i guess maybe for some people what makes you happy is doing copious amounts of blow and you know whatever you want to do well the thing is is that might be part of it yeah 100 oh, wait did i say that out loud so the thing is is somebody made a um i can't remember who said it but they said you can't make people good at money you know what i mean like you it's can true. you know right. you can give somebody who who can't manage a hundred dollars you can't give them a million dollars and just expect them. Oh, I got it. I figured it out. You know, you know, they're just going to blow it like they blow one hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's, that's now it's problem. just a bigger one hundred dollars. One hundred percent. Yeah. You can't yeah. just make people good at money. I think. I think that when you win the lottery, I don't. Obviously, I've never won the lottery, so I'm just talking out of you know <laughs> speculation. But I think if you win the lottery, it's not like hey, you need to go. Nobody's telling you hey, you need to go take these classes over here you need to, to like go see a financial advisor or somebody you know yeah. they're not saying that you know what i mean in the nfl they do they they do now oh uh, yeah they make them go see financial advisors or they whatever have very good reason yeah very good reason yeah yeah well it's an let, investment if you let it go too crazy yeah i mean they've they've learned <laughs> you lose out on your investment Yeah, 100 yeah they've learned o- over many years that this motherfucker's spending every dime we give him uh, maybe we should educate him a little bit yeah yeah I mean, it's, or you got to think but, maybe that I makes mean, them maybe that makes them play harder. You holy know what I'm shit, saying? I just had a mosquito bite me. In here? <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! Oh man, for real. I was wondering what the hell. Where's the deet? Where is the deet? <laughs> I know that shit's killing people. <laughs> it used to. I can remember deet trucks. Oh boy, driving through the neighborhood. Oh, it's bad, dude. Just spraying the deet. Yeah. See that motherfucker? I just saw it fly away. Oh man, it was a hit. Did and you run. see it? No, I didn't. Are you sure? I, I, how drunk are you? I'm not even close yet. <laughs> no, for real. I just saw. It. Yeah, I, okay. I, I 100% believe you. Actually, as soon as you were saying it, I don't know if it's like a mental thing. I felt like I got bit on my arm. He flew from you, came over to me. He said that. No, he, he went that way. He followed Casey out. <laughs> Casey's going to pee, y'all. Just he doesn't say it on. He doesn't say it out loud, but uh, you know, I just. It's more fun to say Casey went to go pee. Yeah, you got to break the barrier sometimes. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Take a peek in. <laughs> See so, what's really going on. So this this high west whiskey is pretty fucking good. That's good. It's not bad. It really isn't bad. It's a fancy looking bottle. I really like the bottle. I'm sorry Robin didn't like it. I don't drink at all, but I still sometimes look at alcohol bottles and I'm like, Oh, that's really cool. It's, like it's, somebody put a lot of thought cool. into yeah. that. Yeah. You know, I grew up my my brother is uh a few years older than me and he used to click whiskey bottles or bottles mm-hmm. that he drank out of. And uh, I kind of, that's where I kind of get it. These bottles are cool. Well, it's also cool when, like, you can, you know, it's like a legit glass bottle and oh, yeah. it still looks this interesting because it's so easy to make an it e- looks It looks like a, a, a legit blown bottle. Yeah. And I think that's what's cool because you can look at extravagant plastic bottles, you know, but that's easy to make. You know, show me an extravagant glass bottle. Plastic bottles usually means it's trash. I would imagine. Definitely. You know what I mean? Heaven Hill? But yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> oh, Can you sure. say Heaven Hill? Oh, no thanks, man. Bad, bad nights on okay, Heaven Hill. Okay, this dude right here is just out. Yeah, he's chilling, man. I that's mean, a cool dog, dude. Isn't that the point of like a podcast pup, though? It is the podcast pup. He's the mascot. See, that's right. the downside of having like a dedicated studio like in my house is that I don't want the dogs in while I'm doing stuff. But see here, it's a little more laid back. You have that. You have that little bit of freedom, you know? Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, and, you know, I'm going to train him that if you come knocking on this door... 
You're going to think twice about opening this door. <laughs> what, kind, what kind of dog is it? He is, he's a, Technically, he's a mutt. Uh-huh. Dad is a brindle pit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mom is what appears to be a collie retriever mix. So a pit retriever? A pit reaver? Kind of, a pit reaver? A pit reaver. A brindle pit So it's going to be reaver. it's going to be it's a starting to become a tongue tie. That's kind of that's kind of scary, man. Cuz uh, uh, dad is cuz retrievers are smart. Yeah, and dad's and pit a beast. bulls can be monsters. Okay, do you know so, what my dog at my house is? Which one? Vash? No. Vash is half chocolate lab, uh-huh. half pit. He's wow. he's technically he's also technically a mutt, but those are his dad is one hundred percent full blood lab, and he's lab. a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart. Have you ever seen how jacked he looks? Yeah, he does now? look pretty jacked. Yeah, dude, he's. Well, I mean, well, he's pretty. Okay, jacked. well, what's cool about my situation is I have Cyrus here, uh, the mix that he is, and I've got a full pit in the house. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then and a they're full, just chill a full too. Armory in the house. So I've never y'all, had y'all a bad experience with it, a pit. No, I don't. I don't understand the fear. Yeah, I haven't either. They're great dogs. I love them. Yeah. You know, people tell horror stories all the time. My dad Brandy's sending me pictures of the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I told her, send me my numbers. And Did we win? Did you send me pictures of the tickets. So crazy if you won on like mid Shut up and stop jinxing oh me. Oh, my God. That would be. Do not jinx me, dude. I will I hurt you. I would lose my mind <laughs> if we were on Every air. motherfucker in here, including Cyrus, would get kisses on the lips Yay! i swear to god <laughs> i look forward to that that's my favorite please win i might give you tongue <laughs> please win god that'd be so shit, awesome you have no idea dude see, you know what my, my problem is and, and tongue everybody in here i run through this thing of like this is what i do if i won the lottery but i'm way too fiscally responsible to play the lottery and i'm not saying that people who do are not fiscally responsible but for me it's like, dude, do I want to spend money on potential money or do I want to spend money on something that has a value? Yeah, but it's a lot of it potential is. money. My, my deal is I'm not mentally responsible enough to uh, not freak the fuck out. No, oh, dude. This, this is going to be the shit. Dude, if we win. You said we like you bought a ticket. <laughs> I was waiting for that. This I was like, hold on. You said we. Now, Casey. Um, okay, when's the last we time we had We could start going sex? in on like two tickets a month. Come on. We could. Is that really? I mean, if, I mean a, bi- a billion dollars, it's worth it. Casey said we like we slept together last night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, hey, if you want a billion nope. dollars, Jesse, it could be your lucky day. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, Stephanie, I think he wants a divorce. <laughs> I mean, Hey. I think Stephanie knows. Okay, you don't. 10, you, it's ten o'clock. Are they drawn now or what? I don't know, man. I can't watch it. It's not. I Let's watch I'm it. Not, I don't know where to watch it. Where do you watch it live? Well, stop. Do they still have if you the, stop moving the screen? Do they still have like the little ball bimbos who like hit the button? <laughs> <laughs> it comes can, down, and you could still see it in the freaking like seventies film screen <laughs> in the the one eighty vision. You know, way far from ten eighty. Oh. Where it's like, uh, and tonight's numbers are, go. yeah, <laughs> in a really bad uh, skirt suit. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, they got them all, and it's all like big uh, puffy blonde lady. They all are bedazzled and they're sparkly. <laughs> they got to make it look cool. She's got a suit jacket uh, on with shoulder pads. <laughs> <laughs> this is the modern woman. <laughs> uh, no, I want somebody oh. in in fucking skirt jacket with shoulder pads drawing my numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Big poofy hair. I feel like I have a better, yes. Giant beehive. No, Fucking not beehive hair, hair ten, 10 inches high. Teased up real high. Yes. Oh, man, that is. Brandy said she used what, to tease What I want is I want a dude who's just, I mean, slobbery. I mean, like clearly been eating a lot of cheeseburgers. With a child molester mustache. Sitting in a chair, just drinking a beer, and just hitting the button all lazily. Like, uh, tonight's numbers are. 
fucking twelve. And some some grand some grandma doing the bingo thing, uh, just rolling the basket around. Oh, he's so good. <laughs> Crocheting between. <laughs> Let me get this knot. <laughs> and an eye camera guy. Oh man. God, we sound like drunken idiots. What is the what are the fucking numbers? I don't know, man. It hasn't happened yet. See, this is what there's too much at stake here. You know what I mean? You're too. Oh yeah, my God. You can, you can tell who bought the ticket. That's true. Okay, let me, hey, shit. <laughs> we were, shit. We were, let me see if I got a lucky number in here. We were gonna we were gonna buy one, and we realized we don't have any cash. Okay, Brett, what's what's your lucky number? My lucky number? One lucky number. Mm. I've never thought about that. Twenty-seven. 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 Okay, let me see if I got any twenty-sevens. Because I'm lucky to be alive at twenty-seven, homie. Yeah, no shit. Uh, yeah, because a lot of people die at 27. Look at, uh, Especially as long as it took you to download shit wow. before the show. <laughs> well, to be fair. To be fair. Now I'm not going to offer a, to fix it in my free time. Ooh. I got a 27. I got a 27. Oh. There we go. That means you're winning. Dude, we're winning. If that ticket wins, I'll give you $1,000. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. You better. Yeah. All right. You only so, got That's one. true. Can I also come to your shop that day that you go crazy and get another 1000 just for the... <laughs> You better catch me on the good one. <laughs> All right, Casey. Yes, sir. Lucky number. Uh, I don't. What they go to one to fifty, right? Uh, okay. No, I mean, do, no. Do they go to one to fifty? Fuck, or? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I've never, I didn't know there were rules. What is your fucking lucky number? It doesn't matter what they um, go to. You don't have a lucky number. Who, Everybody has a lucky number. I don't have. A How lucky old were you when you finally quit drinking? Uh, thirty-two. There you That's go. That's your lucky number. That's your lucky number. All right, let me look go at your 30, again. 33. Look at your health. 33? Change. Yeah, that's true. I was 33. 33? Yep. Okay. It's been um, almost two years. I'll be 35. And just to clarify, that does, I'm not condemning people. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, Casey in particular has done well. I have, yeah. Casey. Man. I've done a lot better. That's a sure. shitty lucky number. I not, you don't have one? <laughs> I don't get, know your, get your lucky number game up, bud. <laughs> you need to go up on your lucky number. First you don't, number you don't get my no mouth. money. Mr. Jesse, what should my lucky number be? 40. Okay, 40. No, wait, that's mine. You can't have it. Oh, my God. Uh, My lucky number are all the ones on this ticket. I think we're just stalling to see what these lucky numbers are real Stephanie. quick. Stephanie. Oh, see? She was ready. 19. She knew I was she coming over there. On. Now we got to see if we have a 19 in here. Okay, let, hang on. I don't, hang on, hang on. Unavailable. I don't know what's going on anyway. We'll the see. service is unavailable. Everyone's refreshing. Uh, oh, it's 100% what's going on right now. Did I just win a billion dollars? Dude, I'm ready to start working on some more tunes. I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I, dude, I, I, I want to get this team. Okay, well, let, let me plug Jesse while, while we're Go talking about tunes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I gave Casey all of my poems. Yeah, they're at my house. Oh, yeah. All of them. Are we going to write this shit into songs? I, I think we that's, should. That's my request. Yeah, I think we should. I've, I've been wanting to do something like that. Uh, I talked to one buddy of mine who does country, and he just, it didn't work. But I mean, what kind uh, of poetry really, do you do? I, I just had a curiosity. Like, if you were um, to give yourself the like a ma- stylistic. The majority of it is dark. It's uh, really, ed- it's Poe-esque. Yeah, okay. I got you. Um, my pen name is actually Shane's Poe. Yeah. Uh, middle name mixed with Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that's this from. Okay. Yeah, okay. my grandmother actually did that. Because oh. uh, I was writing, I started writing probably probably a year after my dad died. I was probably 11, 11 and a half, 12. Yeah. Um, Big source of, you yeah. know, how, how do I get this Big out? Big inspiration, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what it was. Uh, I had half a book written. Because uh, that was that was my intention was to write a book. Yeah. Um, and my cousin lost the book. Oh. So I started over, and starting over, I've I've had 
three or four published. Nice. Do um, you still do it pretty often? No, not not near as often as I probably should. Yeah. Um, it's a it's an amazing release. I it's, just like to see people hold on to things that they just find joy in, not because. I think it's so easy to get older and then just go, well, that didn't get anywhere or didn't yeah. get me anywhere. But that I, doesn't mean it's not important. I don't know if I found joy in it. I know I found um, a release. I mean, a, a it could release. be it could be Definitely more joy too. And I guess you know the upside about something like that is maybe you're at a point in your life where you don't feel like you need to release that often, and that's good. Right. That is a good thing. But it's just cool. I think it, when people have dreams or ways to release stuff. I mean, I, everybody <laughs> dreams. You said dreams. I actually have a poem named Dreams. Nice. There you yeah, go. It's pretty awesome. Uh, Casey, did you read them all? I've not read all of them, no. You're... I've not you're, read all of you're them. You're a sad friend. You know what I'm also ready to do? <laughs> That's like a whole freaking just, folder. There's, there's like... There's a lot there's of them a, in there. There's probably a hundred in there. And See, look. You know, you're, <laughs> what you're holding are originals. Yeah, I know. If, if OG you fuck, copies. If you yeah, fuck they're OG up, co- yeah, they're I OG. I fucking hurt you. I know, man. You know what else I'm excited to do, though? Like, say that the lottery situation never would happen, right? And we're full-time working dude. Yeah, yeah. It's positive. It's happening. So after tonight, when we get a a nice uh, stimulus from Mr. Jesse over here, eleven p.m. Eastern. That's look. This is what what we'll call it. You'll you'll fund the next EP, right? That's what we'll do. Fuck yeah! There we go. Deal. Yes. I'll shake on that motherfucker. Let me win some lotto. (laughs) But uh, Casey's got his stepdad's song, Uh and I would love the idea of, even if it's just trying to think back to, like, what was he thinking at the time? Like, can we try and write a song that we feel like is in line with what he was thinking when he was doing it? Just as a, of course, we won't know the answer, but it's just a fun us Give us some detail. I don't don't know what you're talking about. I I talked about it on the podcast before um, when we were going through my stepdad's stuff uh, after he passed. Um, we found a song that he had written in 1986, original paper. My mom has it framed. It's pretty cool. No shit. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. It is pretty cool. We Thanks. actually we actually wrote a song about that kind of stuff. What song are you gonna play for us at the at the half? This we already done the half. Oh damn. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we totally screwed all that up. So editable. Oh okay. What song are you gonna edit in this, at the half? Well, I can just do it right now. It's um. Are you going to play surrogate? Yeah, I'm going to play surrogate. Yeah. Why not? So you knew what he was going to play. Yeah. Well, See, that's what's I think cool he was about, about to go into it. Yeah. It's also our song that is... Uh, Don't say our song. It, it's it's our song. It kind of sounds gay. It's our song. <laughs> it's our song. Oh, this one. <laughs> Stephanie's over there, dude. I mean, are, this one, yeah, she this can one, hear what we're saying. Yeah, this song was about just kind of <laughs> figuring back to people that we... Yeah, I want to see the video, too. Well, this one doesn't have a video, sadly. Yet. We only oh have Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this but one. But look at that. I made that. He did. Do you not appreciate that, at least? That's pretty sick. And that's the original drawing. No one else has that. We had a guy named uh, Leo. Really good artist. I love him. Does, is that yeah. a cockroach? It is a, a beetle. Yeah. A beetle. Yeah. Now this kind of beetle? I don't know, actually. Question. Six-legged beetle. We're going to call it that. A six-legged beetle? <laughs> yeah. Uh, which beetle? Oh, it's uh, Ringo Starr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so are we are we saying this is a watercolor image? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it yeah it it's it's a mixture of uh, pencil. It almost looks like a, lo- a lotus flower up there. Yeah. It's uh, I I love his style. We actually have the full piece in its original you know yep. eight and a half by eleven. Or is that cabbage? That's purple a good cabbage. Water pur- water cabbage. <laughs> that's purple cabbage. That's purple cabbage and a beetle. Hit up that water. Ca- that's what he ate. Purple cabbage and a dead beetle. Yes. So yep. This song was about um, just kind of remembering. People that we've lost who kind of 
Um, a time back to what you were talking about with your dad. Yeah. You know, it's like this is what this for me was finally taking the time to stop and process and write something about my grandfather. Took forever. It it took. I didn't want to do it because it was kind of like the the apprehension inside of like yeah, once I do it, it what does that mean? I'm it glad did. I did it in retrospect because it years, definitely changes years the way that you and decades. Yeah, it really. Yeah, but it's a good thing. I'm glad. It, I mean, let's listen to the song instead of getting into shit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Love this song. Yeah, it's a good one. This song is actually doing pretty well on on uh, streaming. Yeah, what, yeah, it's doing pretty well. It's broke a thousand streams. Yeah, in oh, a month. Shit. In a month, yeah. Oh, I love the way it bounces. Yeah, that is cool. Listen to that sultry voice. Thank you, brother. That's old Brett right there. <laughs> Not at all. My man over here has a very versatile voice. Versatile. Just, the lyrics are amazing. Just, that's not who you see. Very heartfelt, dude. That was all Dan right there, dude. That was all Dan. It's like a lightning strike. We put the idea there, oh, but we couldn't oh, we get got it numbers. Work. We got numbers. Yeah, we put the uh, Brett put the scratch in there, and then we sent it off to Dan, and then he Dan perfected did the, it. He perfected it, but but he he got what we were saying, and he did it so well. Mm. These numbers suck. Brett, Brett comes in hard at this part, dude. He comes in hard. Dude! That's deep! One number. Two dollars. That's a slapper right here. That is a banger. An emotional banger. Very emotional banger. You know, I'm so glad to see that Dude. this is a song that's doing well because I, behind the scenes, Casey and I kept being like, what do you think is going to be like the song that we didn't choose as a single, but we'll go on to outperform everything and we said this one yeah, we did say this one dude I, I gotta tell you just when you came in that that was beast dude that yeah. was fucking he comes in hard on that, that was dude. something yeah the, I, the layering really is was. awesome the layering is sick when he sent it to me I was like is that layered with the <laughs> deep underneath I was like that sounds so good that was something else and dude. that's what we're working on with the new stuff is like you know 
trying to get you know the majority of the EP. What's kind of interesting about it is when you're working on music, most of the time you don't write an entire thing in a studio. I mean, some people do, mm-hmm. but this entire EP was written basically in the studio sequentially. I mean, like we would record and we would record and we wouldn't even have a chorus and we'd work around what we had. And then next time we come in, we'd try and work out a chorus. And sometimes there were vocals for the verse before the chorus even existed musically. Sometimes the chorus existed first and nothing else did. But because we ended up having this so many months apart, I feel like every song, and this was a pretty late song, every song had something new that I was learning while trying pulling yeah. this off to where by the time we got to the last song, I feel like we were doing some really interesting stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. This, I think the new, the new EP is going to be, what's y'all's, what's y'all's favorite song off the album? Yeah. I Ooh, think Sarah, Sarah gets my favorite. Oh, of all time, my, our favorite songs of all time. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, buddy. That's a that tough you've done one. together. Oh, that, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think I Sarah mean, gets, Sarah gets, we're, we're talking favorite. about, the band right that, now. That yeah. song, that song right I there, think is probably my favorite. Yeah, I think it's. I think it was a cool thing because at, at first, I mean, I met Casey's stepdad, mm-hmm. and I remember how awesome he was. It's cool, dude, and I remember man. thinking like, man, Casey really just. This is clearly just Casey's dad. Yeah, for yeah, all yeah. intents and purposes. And whenever it came up, you know, we were writing this song, and Casey had the idea. He actually was listening to something else, and he's like, "I just want to do something that's kind of like you build it up, and then you just let it keep going," and. We we had a, a single guitar part recorded mm-hmm. that we didn't know what we were going to do with completely. Yep. The only thing Casey knew is he had that my phone don't ring a used to line on it. Yep. And then we didn't have that recorded. He just had it mentally there. I sat down one day and was like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit down and do this. And once I got the beat going and kind of knew what I wanted it to be and shaped the whole thing out and then sent it to Casey. I mean, it was pretty quick. Mm-hmm. The whole thing was written in about two and a half to three hours. Wow. Yeah, musically. Yeah. yeah. And then lyrically, it was still pretty quick. But I musically, how, I mean, does it? Is it really that quick to write? Music it it, it for depends. A, a it depends on the song. I think the only thing that was not written in that first day, we added the piano, the piano. last minute. Last minute. While yeah. we were recording vocals, we were like, "It'd be really cool if we could find a way to kind of give an emotional resonance." I just, I just always assumed, you know, music would be much more harder than writing. Nah, bro. It really? depends. It, it depends just, on the moment. Sometimes the lyrics come to me like that. I mean, there's one song, the last song on the EP, I wrote the entirety of the lyrics in ten minutes. Yeah. And I love the song. It's fantastic. Even the idea was the same way. It was just set up to where we, I, I showed Casey my basic idea of like having one vocal line and then a layered one under it. And while we took it to way different places, it was still the same basic idea. It just really expanded. Well, it was like a ephemeral, the first song on the, on the EP. Yeah. Dude, that was the absolute hardest song to write lyrics to. Really? I'm telling you, I could just, I could is not. It, is it easier, think, is it easier to write? music to a song to lyrics or lyrics to music i think it's per person thing uh, we personally we do music first then write lyrics later is the way a lot of people actually have do you ever lyrics. found it easier to do the other I, way around? I don't know how to do it the other way around really? i've just always wrote music first I, music i've tried first. and actually this is a weird crazy deep cut <laughs> there's a very there's a single song that casey and i did two and a half years ago that you can go find. It's not on streaming services. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. But yeah. you can find it on, like, Bandcamp. Um, and it's, Bandcamp? It was Atlas and Legend, and it's like a spoken word kind of song. Anyway, it was a setup to where it was the only time that I had already written lyrics. It was me trying that myself, and then I wrote music afterwards. But I didn't know the melody I wanted for it. But then I showed Casey the lyrics and the music, and then... Is he that, is that something that just kind of hits y'all or 
It, it, it depends. A lot of the times, it's a lot of it's almost like a you're meditating on the idea, mm-hmm. and a lot of times, lyrics are also written. I mean, it's not always, but a lot of the times, our lyrics are written in studio. We're yeah. sitting there and we're we're repeating and we're thinking of ideas. So and y'all write as you play. Sometimes, yeah, and sometimes, sometimes we have vocal lines before the rest of the song's done. I mean, that's that's you come up with a cool line, man. You just stick with it. You, stick you know, with and, it. and that's honestly, it's like my poem, my poems. Yeah. you know that I, I'm like, okay, that's a good bit. Yeah, and then I go off of that. And see, <laughs> what's cool about the new thing we're doing, and it's I, I know that Casey thinks he's having a hard time with it, but I actually think <laughs> that what Casey wrote for this new song that we already have down. We we edited it a little bit in studio. Mm-hmm. We did. But for the most part, I think this is some of the strongest writing you've come with. I think so, too. But I, he, he has this apprehension of, like, th- with the new EP, we're taking quotes from different things, like TV shows and whatnot that are single-line quotes, and then we're using that as, like, the idea behind the lyrics. So I don't want to give all of it away. For sure, for sure. But the song that we're on, we are on right now, it's like we have a quote, and we got it put in, and that was another happy accident. I literally went and downloaded the quote, slapped it into the song didn't even like look at where i was putting it i just had a rough idea and then i hit play and i have not moved it since and it sounds perfect it's in time i'd, lo- I'd love to see this quote. it's in time well it's, yeah we'll definitely yeah. I, we'll, we'll probably show you the song when we're done we you know we don't yeah, want to no, give out I too see much the quote oh you want to see the quote or yeah, you wanna, let me see, let well, me see what you're talking about i feel like hearing the quote's a little more important but i mean i'll, I'll definitely yeah, I can, let I can you look see it up it. yeah but so you can, I can do look it. it up right here Y'all can't see on the back end. Oh, yeah, y'all don't need to see it until it's done. You goofballs. <laughs> you crazy kids. Here, let's just do this. But the idea, we're part of pushing ourselves is we don't want to do it the same way. So now we're trying to have it to where we think of a theme based off of a quote. And I have a list of quotes I want to use. And we're going to write songs and we're going to put quotes that we feel like fit the uh, mood of the now, music. Are these like, like well-known quotes or just well, they're, they're, quotes I, I, that y'all are familiar with? They're quotes, I mean, they're quotes from like pop culture from okay. shows but you know like we're using kind of deep cut stuff that you know makes you kind of think in the moment and it's, we're using that as like oh this is the initial idea that way we don't have to listen to the song and be like what is this song even about right because that sometimes is the biggest challenge is what do we want the song to be about ephemeral like he was talking about i think the biggest challenge is we didn't know what the song was going to be about yeah yeah yeah. it was so tough man here's the quote for from the new song i wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. Whoa, that's deep. Someone should write a song about that. <laughs> no well, shit. Well, we're doing that right now. <laughs> doing that's, it right now. That's, that's deep. Yeah. But, you know, it to me, initially, it, it just doesn't, I guess it doesn't fit the genre I mentally put y'all in i think if you heard it in song yeah you it, would you would be yeah, i'm sure in song away. it'd be different but and it's it's processed initially out. it just doesn't yeah it doesn't fit we'll put we'll play it for you before we to. before yeah. we leave okay we'll play you're gonna get you. a sneak peek yeah, yeah. But, but i think the, the way i'm that special we, you are special. the way that we run it into the song and then the way that everything builds up to it uh and definitely now that we have some lyrics too mm-hmm. i mean i feel like it's all coming together in such a way where when it hits the music building up to that moment i think that there's the song gives you a wistfulness that I goes feel. With I that feel quote. like y'all y'all have a um, uh, have it pretty much laid out musically, right? Yeah. Oh, the song is basically done. Mm-hmm. There's one thing that we're debating. And doing you're struggling end, lyrically. No, actually, right now we're doing well. Yeah, we're, yeah. Casey at first, I think, was struggling because it was you have a strict guideline to what you're writing to. The quote sets That's up what's the hard idea. For me. Yeah, but I like that because 
unlike the first EP where it was like, well, we'll just listen to the song and come up with an idea and roll with it, which we did use a quote in the first EP. Mm -hmm. The last song, I had this idea throughout the last year. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Throughout the last year, I was watching a ton of Bob Ross. Uh, because I was, oh I know it sounds weird, but I was, I was going through he says, some stuff. Foreshadowing, and you say Bob, Bob Ross. Ross. <laughs> That's okay. This is the Casey Brett combo right here. <laughs> but I was going through. I mean, I, I was, I guess, a, I mean, a funk, like you know, about a lot of stuff. So, in a way, to kind of like call myself while working or doing. There's that mosquito. Things, did you see it? I saw that bitch. See him, motherfucker. Big dude. <laughs> uh, he drained my finger. Oh, man, hey, hopefully he's not one of those West Nile mosquitoes. You know what I'm talking about? I'm going to whoop his ass here in a minute. But I, there was a quote from a single episode that every time I would watch it, because I'd watch him do the same paint sometimes, because I'd like to also just watch. I want to try to take up painting. But there was one quote, and I told Casey painting really early twist. on. I said, Casey, I don't know how we're going to do it, but I want a song with this quote. We did it. And damn it, we did it. And I, and I love it. And I think the way the quote is used in the song is so good. Well, that I, I guess that's that's part of a uh, success. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't. I'm not referring to financial success or fame success or anything like that. But a personal success. Yeah. You know, if you do what you set out to do. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's those little I mean, wins, man. And it yeah. may be different than you imagine. The little wins are the head, biggest but, ones. Yeah. So going forward, I mean, that was Casey didn't end up writing any lyrics on that song. Actually, mm-hmm. that's the only song that Casey didn't write any lyrics. I did wrote none. I wrote uh, the music, but yeah. So it came together, but I like that because even then, I wrote those lyrics, yeah. and I just had one little idea there. For the most part, <laughs> I like that Casey and I are both with these quotes going to have to push ourselves to write differently mm-hmm. to match what we're wanting to set up with the quotes. The quotes set up the question for us as writers, and then we are going to write around that and set up the question for the listener until we get to the quote. Then the quote's going to kind of bring it all home. So what's the question? I think every song is going to be different. Yeah. You know? This song. Okay, this song in particular, I guess we can go ahead. I mean, it's, okay, it's, I mean so it's I, not going to give nothing well, away. When I wrote the, no, no, no. When, when I wrote the lyrics... Um. First of all, I thought they were shit. I thought they were trash. And <laughs> I was did. Like, I, I do that every well, time. I'm like, but I, most I, successful songs, you know, that the writer or you know main individual usually thinks it's shit, right? Well, the question, the question for the hardest thing for me was, is you know, he says, um, "I wish you knew you were in the good old days before you've actually left him or whatever." Right. So basically, when when I was thinking of writing, is a lot of people think of the good old days as you know earlier days when you were just having fun or were doing, you know, stupid, being dumb. Um, and then I kind of wrote to that thinking, you know, making the listener think, well, the good old days are, you know, past me. The, my, the prime days, I guess. What do they call them? The uh, glory days? Glory days, You know, the yeah. glory days. But thinking of where I am today versus where I was then, um, these are the good days for me. You know what I mean? These are my glory days. So I kind of referenced the kind of old and then brought it back to the new. And these are my good old days. I, I think it's the days uh, I can remember. You know what I'm saying? Days. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think that the, the, what the question that this quote bears to me is that you don't need to spend so much time because actually before this, there's a line in the show where he's like, and you know, I spent the last couple of years thinking back about, my good old days at college and what I used to do. Mm-hmm. And now when I move forward, I'm going to be thinking back about these days because these are the good days. He's like, I wish there was a way to know. And I re- think it's, are you going to remember tonight? Absolutely. For the rest of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> these are the good old days. You're right. Uh, but I think it's so many people get 
I don't want to say paralyzed, but in a way it's like they get frozen and spending too much time thinking about what was. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to say there's no value in there because there's a lot of beautiful things. Thinking about your father before he passed, me thinking about my grandfather before he passed, and friends that we've no longer in touch with and times you had with them. There's value in looking back at your life, but there's not so much value that you should be essentially frozen in time because you won't allow yourself to move forward because you're too caught up in looking at the past. 100%. So if you can look at the past for the things that, the yes. lessons you've learned. Yeah. And if you can look at those and go, we well, you know just for all the fun that I had, I also did a lot of things that I wouldn't do now. And I've learned a lot of lessons. And well, I can look you, back and look say, at it, now it's different. It's a, you know, if you look at it, the past is yesterday, but the moments are now. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Or the moments are always. Yeah. Yeah. So good, good that's, that's where we're going with that. And I like the idea. And I think you know, I have a handful of other quotes where I, it's kind of like looking at something. And I think a lot of the ways I kind of want to. That twist people's expectations on quotes because you know when a lot of people think about oh the good old days even if they see like if we keep the name for the song being the good old days which I think I might I think so too then you run into this thing where people are going to think it's a song about reminiscing on the past in a great way but well, we're actually twisting okay. your expectation let me, let me and reminiscing here. on it in a bad way let me interject you, you said I think I might and that, that's a quote instant instant know, quote instant quote quotable so who's the boss here no one no one's the boss that's actually the beauty. Yeah. Okay. Because we talked about that, two that's people. A good, that's a good thing. We yeah. talked about two people, right? I think the moment you get a third person yeah, in, it's th- harder to do this equal parts yeah, thing. for sure. Right. Splitting, splitting things 50-50 is a lot easier than splitting them 33.33333, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> or that. 25. Well, Fuck that. And it's like you know. every step of the way. It was like, I, I'll be honest, I mean, I was the one who was like, I would love to get custom artwork from this artist. I really like him. Now, Casey could have just 100% said, if you want that, that's fine, but you're going to have to pay for it. But instead... Casey paid for half of it. Yeah. I appreciate it. I liked that. it. It was dope. And it looks awesome. Are you referring to the artwork? The artwork on this, yeah, for the album. Yeah, and we had we had two dope. other arts for our singles as mm-hmm. well. And yeah. I like all three of them. And we have all three of them. And I would love to actually get it to where the only downside of that is we, we can't have two originals. Yeah. So one of us is going to have to end up with a copy. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. But Which I, is fine. I want to get them framed because I love them. I want to. I want to print at least one for me and Casey, just as like a memento. Does she get some original prints? But and then well, it is our some originals. It's our work, and then sell some prints. It is, yeah. It's Leo's work. You should definitely sell some prints. We own it. Yeah, Yeah. we own it. We paid for it. it, We commissioned him. I'd Um, buy a print. I love. I love Leo. He's if I won a lottery. He's such a cool dude, and his art is so great. I mean, really. And I, I there's so many great things about working with him and he was so easy to work with and i'm a big fan of giving people their own kind of freedom to move through so he had an idea and we kind of went through what we wanted him to be but then he was like i want to try a new type of painting that i've not done much of but i want to get better at and i feel like he knocked it out of the park oh yeah absolutely casey can you go back to that last image okay i i Mm -hmm. had i'm sorry that's us man but i have to express my bitterness for what Casey, what? What's the bitterness? I fucking hate that shirt. Why? What's wrong with it? It's got pelicans. That's, and it's absolutely it's a horrible. Dope shirt, man. That's got, the worst shirt. I got it for like four dollars. Uh, it looks. <clears throat> I hate that shirt. I like that shirt, but not on me. That's the best <laughs> yeah. way I can Did describe it. Did y'all try it on? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just know it doesn't fit me, like yeah. style wise. No, I just it's I don't who like I that shirt. I'm a layman. You don't like that shirt? <laughs> no, I don't like that shirt. I'm sorry. Yeah, what about right. my shirt? How, how you feel about it? I like it? your shirt. The periphery shirt, solid. They're a good. Band. Yes, it's it's it, it's you know the all around. It's, it's the layman's shirt. That's Casey, that's, that's Casey's who I am. is just. I, 
I don't like it. You don't have to like it, man. I'm not, I didn't wear. I didn't wear it for you, man. Thanks, buddy. Thank he wore. Man. He wore it for the bitches. I, yeah, that's it. Yeah, guys. We say as his wife is in the room beside us. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, so you're here. Um, your charity. Yeah. What about Ad- it? Advocating for. You're advocating for who? Arkansas well, Children's. Say it. Yeah. Yeah. You say Arkansas it. Children's. Arkansas Children's. And uh, if you want to go to Arkansas Children's. ARChildrens.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be a stick in the mud. Yes. Donate $5 or your time. Donate yeah. your your money. Donate your time. Your toys. Your heart. Toys, yeah. Donate your toys. Do something besides what you do for you and do it for someone else. Casey, I've got it. We're going to blow up. Yep. And then we're going to go to Arkansas Children's and play music for them. Dude, I'm down, bro. We got this. As long as we win the lottery and then we can do that. It's okay. also good because our music so far is 100% clean. Yeah, you're right. And I, I don't... I don't. That's I don't, a real... I have noticed that. That is a real actual decision I mean, that we have talked the about metal, The metal lines. portion of it, you know, you would expect it to be, you know, just down and dirty and just raw. Yeah. But it's for everybody. There's, yeah. a, there's a restraint. Cool. And... That's also changed the way we write. There was the last song of the album. I texted Casey because I, I was like, I feel like what my gut is telling me here is a cuss word. And yeah. I was like, I know we could put it in. I, I, it's not that. I cuss all the time. Yeah. So have, I was going to say, have I offended you? No. Tonight? God. No, bro. Get the Good, fuck out of here. I was going to tell you to fuck I off. Cuss. <laughs> I cuss. I yeah. was going to tell you to so fuck much. off. No, we, we, made that, we made that decision just because unless it actually it if you just cuss in your in your songs just all the time it's like okay we get it you well know, it depends blah, blah. on the music just speak real yeah but what we're trying to do and i did it with my last band too i mean every time i write lyrics it's it's a lot how like triangle squared for me my main podcast is a clean podcast and yeah in and real i'm sorry life, we didn't cuss, talk more about it tonight oh it's dude you're fine i mean it depends if you don't like gaming then i have no value <laughs> I, to I, you I really <laughs> i really feel like you know the conversation the three of us had tonight was pretty fucking was cool. Yeah. yeah, no, I had a great, and I love talking music, and oh, I yeah, knew that yeah. was going to end up happening. But I'm also glad that you have an appreciation for music because, as I've learned, some people just don't like. Some people will listen to music, but it's almost like it's just a thing that's there. You it's know, not it's, something it's cool that, that you appreciate that because I really kind of felt bad coming into tonight because I told I think I told Casey earlier that I don't know shit about PlayStation or video games and stuff. Yeah, and I I kind of felt distant, you know when. It's, when uh, uh, your brother was on, oh yeah, you know I I, I felt you know kind of a little farther out than the two of them, but the three of us, I th- I, th- I feel like we've had a really well I, awesome I, conversation. I'm, yeah. n- I'm not gonna lie, I'm an Xbox guy, so I have not gonna lie to you. I've never I've started one of your podcasts and I'm like I don't know what's going on, but I'm still subscribed. Hey, I, and that's you I, know I pride that's myself how, yeah. yeah just I'm to throw this out there I pride myself on the fact that our show I talk bad about PlayStation if I think they're doing bad yeah, I talk sure. good about Xbox if I think they're doing well yeah, yeah, yeah. so I mean we have a number of listeners who primarily play on Xbox and still communicate with us and, yeah, yeah. and go in all the time and I mean you well, know we, I was lot, having problems playing Call of Duty with them online games. I was like let me just go download it on my Xbox a lot of the games cross cross reference oh right? cross platform yeah yeah they do it it's getting more and more for a long time they didn't whatever. but yeah. it's getting I, more and more you know, i never really understood why they didn't 100 percent do it that's a reason for you to go. buy their box yeah exactly yeah i guess so yeah if you can say hey my friend owns a playstation and i can only play with him if i buy a playstation you're gonna buy a PlayStation. you're gonna buy a playstation right. well fellas it's been a really really good time awesome night head over to absideonband.com absideonband.com yeah. that's a b s i d e o n band.com 
Uh, be stream sure to surrogate. stream surrogate stream uh, and, the and album. You can find and it on for Spotify. Manscape.com. Yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> Help me out, guys. Also, archildrens.org. Um, most importantly, most importantly, donate your time or your funds. Man, that that's is what we're here. That all is about. literally the most important thing we've talked about. Again, if, if you can't, if you can't remember how to how to donate, how to get a hold of somebody that can help out somebody in need, um, email us at. What you know, good podcast at gmail.com. Um, we'll do everything we can to get you where you need to go to uh, not be a stick in the mud. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Facebook! Um, I think that's about it. There's well, fellas, Brett, thank concrete. you for coming on. Oh, we yeah, really absolutely. appreciate it. I had a blast. And uh, thanks to the new shop dog. Hope you had fun. Yes. Say, say goodnight, Cyrus. All right. We'll see you next time. There once was a ship that put to sea. The name of the ship was the bully of tea. The winds blew up her boat. If down or blow, my bully boys blow. Soon may the whalemen come to bring their sugar and tea and rum. One day when the dragon is done, we'll take our leave and go. She had not been two weeks from shore when down on her a right whale bore. The captain called all hands and swore he'd take that whale in tow.
See you.